Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I'll be making people. I just want Griselda to teach us our ABCs. A okay. is for hey, yo. B is for the butcher, nigga. C is for cocaine paid my mama bill. D is for E is for F is for G is for Griselda. H is for I is for J is for just that nigga. I ain't have to get a drunk. K is for King in New York, nigga. L is for Let me squeeze, let me squeeze. M is for Machine, bitch. N is for 19. O is for P is for Pyvex. I want to thank you. Q. Q is for Quarantine. I did not spend. I do not got friends. R is for <laughs> S is for T is for U is for You have a burger on Wednesday. You have a chicken on Thursday. V is for Virgil right pickle my brick. W is for X is for extra straps, extra clips laying on the seat. Y is for Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Z is for Add a few more zeros or them numbers is inaccurate. There we go. Now we know how to say our ABCs with Griselda. I expect to be, you know, hopefully. I'm glad. I'm glad Benny got that last one in because I was about to say he was only in there once. So it was more say, Conway yeah. and Westgard. Hopefully that lifted everyone's mood because it made me laugh when I was looking through. Like, I was looking at <laughs> all, all, the, all the content <laughs> the other day and I saw this on the side. I was like, what the fuck is this? So hopefully that lifted everyone, got everyone in the, the mood. Whoever made that deserves an award. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Give them a grey area award. We'll shout them out. <laughs> right, so this episode, I don't really understand how we're doing it. It's two reviews in one, or is it like a Griselda appreciation where we talk about the latest projects? I, I'm kind of a bit un, I understand, and I don't want to say anything. Spoopy to Sean. You not got the run for it? Yeah, I do, but I'm just kind of a bit like, how do we review two albums in one? I, I'm not understand. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm doing it. Um, integrated general... review, isn't it? Yeah, like... yeah. Hmm. I'll guide us through. Don't worry, I'll do the. Uh... Because I, I, I haven't got a ton to say today, but um, yeah, you yeah, do. I'll guide yeah, us through. Do. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that one, especially for Sean. I know he loves that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, Sean. Get us, get us kicked off. This is a this is a new one for us because we've well, not only are we doing one review, we're doing two, but at the same time we're. I guess dabbling in our Discog discussion bag, where we're we're celebrating, you know, not just one artist but several, a crew, which is Griselda. Um, I think the best way to kick it off is to talk about how we all were introduced to them. So, does anyone want to start? Like, what was your first experience with Griselda? I never wanted to listen to them because I didn't know who they were. Like, I heard something about some of them getting signed to Eminem's label. A, like a couple years ago and then one of you lot was like oh 
one of them's dropped a project, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who is that? And you're like, oh, you don't know about Griselda? I'm like, yeah, Griselda Blanca. I'm like, you guys are like, no, it's a group. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm being like 100% honest. I think it was Pray for Paris was the first thing I actually listened to, which isn't a bad starting point. But from what I understood, they were well, well, well underway, like started way before that with bangers. And I went back and I was like, oh, shit, these guys are pretty hard. But yeah, Pray for Paris. So just just over, just over, at the top of the pandemic. So 2020, fairly new in the Griselda archives. You know, the first time we ever did a, a Zoom call, because that's how this whole thing started, and it was our was our Zoom chats on uh, uh, during the pandemic. The first ever thing we spoke about was Pray for Paris. You know, I checked I, I checked that out as well the other day. That was that was funny listening back to that. But but um, so yeah, no, my my first introduction have to um had to be uh what was it? So it was um oh it was the plugs I met from Benny, and it was uh what's the name called now? I'm flopping the set oh that's it crown for kings when it was featuring black thought and i was like oh who's this that was the first time i was introduced to benny first and i was like mm, yeah and just noticed that he was part of griselda and then it was you sean that then just um plugged me up to um conway because then i listened to the lulu ep because it was produced by alchemist and then then i was fully dialed in after i listened to conway and I listened to that i was fully dialed in they wanted to listen to everything that they were about then it was pray for paris and like i said benny and conway especially them two was just plugged in just thought they had something about them. Just, I think it was Sean that sent sent me pay, um, plugs I met, right? It has to be. I, I didn't discover that myself. I'm sure I didn't. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah that's what, no, it would have been. It would have been Sean yeah. because uh, yeah, it was, yeah. And that, that Pusha T feature, that track, just that just oh, yeah, got me. Nice. Like that, yeah. that song is so disgusting. The beat, the beat, <laughs> the beat chills me. So there was that Lulu. I liked, but I think because I liked. Benny Moore, I was like, cool, Conway can rap as well, but I'm not, I'm not into it yet. But I think, how did that, why did we even all listen to Pray for Paris? I don't, we had I nothing to do. Like, the, the world was closed. <laughs> yeah. Just inside. Yeah, the, the world was closed. Their movement was like massive at this point. So it's 2020 at this point. And yeah. we knew it was like a high profile one. Like there was a lot of features and stuff. So it was like, how can we not tap in at this point? Yeah. I think I kind of pushed that one on you lot. I think, um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, because like did. Sam said, there was nothing, there was nothing really else to talk about at that time. But I'm glad we did because it's a it's a great album. My first, like do you know though, my before I think it was just before Pray for Paris, like the lead up to it, I was trying to listen to Griselda, like not knowing anything at all. I was so confused, like I, I couldn't I couldn't tell who was who because mm. like Benny and Conway, they're not that different actually, and like in their group tracks, it it can blend a little. I don't know, man. I was just, I was just so confused when I was listening to Griselda when it first started. No, I ain't gonna lie. It's so the I same first for me. heard, um, I, I first heard Griselda. I think it might have been 2017. Sorry, heard of them because they signed Conway and Westside signed to Shady, mm. and I think it was like a distribution deal or something like that. So I checked them out, and whatever was out of the time didn't click with me, so I didn't really go back. And then end of 2018, Dead End Hip Hop did their best album list and they all or pretty much all of them had Tanner Talk Free and so I was like oh who's this Benny the Butcher and then I found out he was Griselda as well and then the first project I really tapped into was Plugs the first one um, and that's when I started like sharing sharing that with various people I think I feel like 2019 that same year Benny and maybe Westside signed a management deal with Rock Nation too so that was in the news. 
Um, and then by the end of that year, you had the, the Griselda compilation. So they were pretty much, you know, they were underground speaking the biggest thing at that time. And then, yeah, 2020, I would say with like Lulu and Pray for Paris is when I, I would like say I was a fan at this point. And since then, I've just followed everything that they've done. Yeah. No, nah, makes total sense. That Sean is the person, he's the plug that we met. One. Oh, He's yeah. The plug, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I just distinctly remember it was around the group chat when it started. That's when I actually proper locked into Griselda, but I'd heard about them before. I mean it must have been through Sean because there's no before 2020, there was really no way to find them. No one was talking about them, which is a bit sus. Like because they're not they're not underground really. I think they're just not from a major place and they're not shouting about what they're doing, they're just doing what they're doing and dropping a lot of work. I feel like it's like every year at least two out of the three of the main of them have dropped a project or an album, which is just insane output. Now, this is the funny thing though, during lockdown from Paper Paris, which is a good note to start us off from, they, they just, they're releasing like monthly or something. Like it, it got so they intense. It became overwhelming. It became yeah. overwhelming. They but released hella it, it did like solidify <laughs> us being fans though, right? Cause then Burden of Proof came out and it was like, I think mm. that was all of our album of the year actually for 2020. Could be. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, I it remember. wasn't I yours, Sam, actually. Sam's no, was Paper make... Paris, but yeah, I feel like probably. it was... No, I, think, I want to say that I had from King from a, to a God higher than Burden of the Proof. I don't I think you did, Theo. Did I not? I can't I don't know. No, I, feel, I think we I do all remember. definitely had Burden high, though, right? I think I think on initial listen, Theo, you preferred Burden, but I swear by the... When we did our best times of the year, I think you said that um, Conway's grew on you more. Because yeah, me and you were the same when we, for, for whatever his, his reason, amazing. it didn't yeah. hit. And then yeah, it, it didn't hit it the did. first time. Yeah, it um, definitely didn't hit the first time. I just I just yeah, thought, yeah. oh, yeah, it's all right. And then every time I listened to it, that that grew massively. I thought yeah, it was yeah. a solid, pro- yeah, it's just a really, really good project. It's just mad so the what, quality um, that they had. That, that was what kind of impressed me about Pray for Paris. I was like, who the fuck is this? Because all I'd heard about, really, like feature-wise off the album was people I already knew and then the Baldy James. And I was like, who's who's these guys that Baldy James is co-signing? It's the other way around. <laughs> They're co-signing Baldy James. And then yeah, and all this, Baldy, yeah. yeah, and in all this research I did after, like not after, but like last year, I was like, oh, Matt Comey was signed to them for a bit and all this and all that. So I'm like, oh, they're they're high quality, like they're high quality rappers and they're all related. Well, not related, related, but like, you know, Conway and um, what's his name, West Side of Brothers and, and Benny's the cousin. So I'm a bit like, this is a mm. very rare thing to occur in, in a, a family unit is you know three really mm-hmm. really high level rappers and rest in peace uh sheen gun as well because that was the other brother who passed away when it um so it could have been four imagine that mm-hmm. jesus Damn. um so what are our you know we've mentioned a few albums and whatnot what are our sort of highlight griselda moments I mean, that is my number one. <laughs> the beginning of that Rap Radar interview is hilarious, man. But like, I feel like Elliot Wilson wants to start a couple of times, but he just can't get in because <laughs> West Side just keeps on going. A um, couple things for me is, I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, they performed, uh, is it Dr. Birds off the compilation? They performed that on Jimmy Fallon. And it was one of those ones where you just know that everyone in that audience, this is not their cup of tea. Like, this is not their type of music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they're just, it's the grimiest stuff you can possibly imagine. Love that. And uh, Fire in the Booth as well. Griselda on mm. Fire in the Booth is, uh, <laughs> is a moment. Yeah, Charlie just looked shook, didn't he? 
Is that how you feel, yeah? <laughs> like ducking from bullets on something that day. <laughs> it was Aggie. <laughs> oh man. And they all looked massive as well. Yeah, they are. They, they look big. On that, but they, they no, they, they, they look big. It's just Charlie's face just cracked me up, man. He just looked hella shook. <laughs> hella shook. But uh, but um, Benny and Conway just went off, though. They went into some different zone, though. But when they just start rapping on... Oh, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So they're staring yeah. into the mic, and that, and that is it. And they just go off. Mine's when Benny was on... Uh, I want to say it's not Power 106. The... the oh. God, the one with Ebro and all that, he was on there. Uh, ninety-seven. Yeah, I think he was on there, and it's not really that interesting. Like, as in, it's not. It's not like I'm talking about. Oh, I really loved it because he rapped for his jewelry was just mad, fucking blinging. Like it was just fucking shining, like <laughs> in a crazy way. I was like, nah, this guy is sick. Like I've never seen anyone's jewelry moving like that. I was like, all these other guys got fucking stones in their neck. This guy's got pure. All that shit that rappers rap about, like pure water, like. Never seen jewelry like that in my life. So, yeah, that's the thing. That that's like their essence, though. They they flaunt like they've already made it, like they're already goats. Mm. And I just buy into that. But one of my favorite moments is Conway performing the cow, and I, I'm sure he's crying in that. I, I can't remember exactly, but I think he does. He, you know what I'm talking about, right, Sean? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that, yeah. that performance yeah. is crazy, so yeah. crazy. I think like they hug him. <laughs> I think they hug him mid verse because it's like it's so deep. Oh, that was the one thing you guys kept going on and on about, and I didn't understand what that meant because you guys would literally be saying Conway the cow, and I'm like, is that like what he calls himself? Yeah. And blah blah no. blah. But I found it's that like it's like a two, two, three minute verse of Conway. So yeah. he did in 2015 as well. Mm. So it's like this is before Griselda even were popping. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Yeah, he really poured it. It's like he knew that was his moment because that was was that on Fly God, the first Fly God album. Yeah, it's just it's so long yeah. ago, honestly. Mm, mm. It's incredible. One of the best verses of the decade, at least. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I guess, you know, there's just, there was that kind of string of projects, but like between Plugs and Pray for Paris, Lulu, as we mentioned, uh, Conway's first album, Burden of Proof. Um, I guess like 2020 was just a, a moment in itself mm. that year that they had. Um, I feel like Conway dropped three projects, Benny. Oh, maybe just drop the one with Burner Proof. Westside had at least two. It was just. Sean, there was even month. La Machina and Plugs 2 the year after. Yeah, so I was about to they say. Were the yeah, 2021. Yeah. yeah. They Quick were the after. only people dropping last, like, not last year, sorry. Westside Guns double album. They were like, we don't care oh, if it's yeah, a pandemic. We got no, way no, no, Mister. Don't forget Pyrex Picasso as well. That is underrated. <laughs> yeah, Charles. I don't know why <laughs> they felt like it was okay. Let's talk about Westside because. And and that album especially, Kieran, because I feel like the the Hitler where Hermes wears Hermes uh, series is a is a bit of a classic, really. But yeah. that final that final instalment is a what bit a special, way to right? end it, right? Like, because the first the first part side A is like sick, and I thought that was all it was. He goes and drops side B, and it's like it's definitely better. There's better features in it. You got that one with Tyler, the fly who can't fly straight, and it's just like. This, this incredible music and we, we listen to them back to back both albums as well it's it's crazy like that that could be the best Griselda album arguably I listen mm. to Hitler Wears Hermes mm. side B quite a lot and I forget there's a side yeah, yeah, J Electronica the, yeah that is the maddest thing though you are right because side A I was rocking with that especially with Stove hard. God because Stove God it just was killing it on every feature he was doing and then side B comes out and I'm like 
how the hell has this just got even better? Because then I'm just listening to that a lot more than side A. I'm like, what is going on? It's just quality yeah. music. I wonder how they get to this though. How how do they get? Because I understand that they've been rapping for a long time, but it's like they're—I don't know what it is—but the feeling of their music is different to everyone else's. Apparently, it's Westside's formula, right? Mm -hmm. And you hear it in his projects. Like his beat selection is definitely the best out of all of them. Mm. Like especially on the Hitler Wears Homie Eight, both of those projects, the way the beats flow and like just the 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 luxury sounds, and he knows when to do like beatless ones and then like those heavy dusty ones. Yeah, sick. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, I don't think anybody could get on these beats the same way that he has, and the rest of them do. It's like some of the beats they have are like it's like new, new old school grimy stuff. Like, like what Earl gets on, but like their own separate vibe of it. And it's like, is it really fair to call this the underground music when I think in the future this could be the mainstream sound? Is like, you know, that that fusion of all what's good about hip hop. Yeah. Well, I think um, we'll, we'll probably get onto it a bit later on, but there's there's other artists, one in particular, that kind of kept this music alive for a period where, you know, street rap wasn't really a thing. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it, not a thing, but that it was, you know, very much underground. And Griselda kind of have, you know, t- you know, I guess taken that sound and 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 ran with it, and and are really the sort of spearhead of this kind of movement that we've had over the last few years. And yeah, we have to give Westside his flowers because I feel like, yes, you know, the majority don't hold him up there on the same levels when it comes to the rapping, but in terms of his curation and his artistic vision, um, like I he, mean, he curated all of for pray, pray for Haiti, and like that—that was—that was, that was mm-hmm. like topping all of our lists last yeah. year. That yeah, album's yeah, yeah. incredible. I think it's one of those yeah. ones as well. No, like, no offense to him, but nobody likes his voice. His voice is a bit jarring to some people. I don't know who said it before. Someone said it before. They don't like <laughs> no, it was me because I could, I, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with his voice whatsoever. It's, it's, it's unique, fine. Though. It's fine now. But I think that's no, a common fine, thing, though, isn't it? But it's a I've common thing it? because it is, yeah. um, it is, it is jarring. But do you know where it works best is when the three of them are on a track together. Mm-hmm. His voice cuts for. differently with those two. Mm-hmm. Some of the sounds he makes are a bit jarring, though. Like when he starts whining and stuff, I'm a bit like, mm. <laughs> yeah, man, it's that's what I mean. But I, I've grown to love it now. But just, oh, yeah, some it's just some of it, just yeah. When, when you've mm-hmm. never heard the guy before, and then he's doing all this, <laughs> I'm like, oh, please, man. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> He's good though. I, I give him that. And and to be fair, I think Westside's got the best features out of everyone. <laughs> you mean like when he ju- when he impression. when he jumps on people? What, what are you talking about, Sam? He's got the best features. Like he's got out of like on all these projects, he's got features from just mad mad people. Oh yeah, he he. I think he because he he's the curator, isn't he? He he knows who to pull mm. that will work on a song. I feel like he does that for their projects too, but. I don't think they've got that eye like he does. Mm, well, we're still waiting mm. on that Benny. He's like he's like Rizza, but not toxic, isn't it? Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm not even saying I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm just what? I'm just being real. Like there was something toxic about that whole Rizza control freak thing and Wu Tang Clan, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what's going. Why on do you think they're all pissed off? Um, <laughs> before we get into the 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 meat and and the reviews and that, uh, and the are there any other members of Griselda we want to talk about? Because there's people that have 
Come and Matt gone, come back again. Matt Comey, man. Shout out to give Matt Comey. Flowers. Like, this, this guy's one that of the best real. rappers right now. Yeah, 100%. Baldy James, I mean, is he did, part of them? I don't understand if he's part of them. Well, yeah, right. I mean, I think with, well, with Matt Comey, I mean, Matt Comey's been around for a long, long time. And, and you know, in recent years, he's starting to finally get his flowers. But he he actually, he was in Griselda early and then left because he had a beef with Westside, right? And they recently <laughs> reconciled. So there's a bit of a, a bit of backstory there. Baldy is, again, someone that was well-established in the underground and then, you know, 10 years into his career is signed with them. And it's just one of those ones where I think it, it makes sense, especially after the stuff he's been doing with the Alchemist. Like, it's just right in that lane. Well, it's just easier um, if they're all in the same room together all the time. You know what I mean? Like, Alchemist, yeah. them, and, and, and that Darringer guy. Yeah, shout out Darringer. Yeah, he, oh, he's yeah, big up fire, man. Big, that guy up. Is that the modern-day RZA? Jeez. Ooh. Cop, you yeah. Know. What's yeah, Con that? yeah, Conway says that. Conway yeah, says yeah, that yeah. in one of his songs, yeah. <laughs> and then slashes him up with like scissors or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah this yeah. is Inception, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it thinking it's my own thought, but... <laughs> <laughs> in your head. The bars cut that deep. Um, you know who I'm going to say? Oh, Marciano. Rock Marciano. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Now, Rock Marciano's not in Griselda, but Rock Marciano deserves a lot, of, a lot of credit for the sound that um, Griselda and a lot of other guys are making today. But... Um, no, Stove God Cooks. Oh, oh, he's part. He's part of Griselda as well. He is. Oh, he I is. didn't know that. I thought he was his own person. That man. No, I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was his yeah. own thing, man. Give that. And guy he's been around a little while too. Rap. <laughs> he's so weird though. Some of the things he said is so so weird. Oh, I, don't, I don't care. This guy can rap, man. No, he's <laughs> sick. But some, like I said, I think it's. I don't know. I don't know if he ever has the potential to make it big because some of what he says will go over people's heads because it's like. I personally haven't connected with him like the other ones nah, we mentioned. That's what I'm saying. Like he's in the same boat as Baldy. Man, for me. You need time, to connect man. with this guy, man. It's about time. Mm. Nah, some of what he says His is features, though, on, on the West Side Project, and features and the are ad-libs. mad. I agree. And the ad-libs, yeah. man. Chase. His, his album, um, <laughs> his album made my top five in 2020. Yeah, that was odd. It made my top drought. five. because I don't know where it was that came from. Reasonable Drought. Nah, it, was it, it wasn't odd. Is that on it Spotify, made my... though? Yeah, yeah. It's on yeah, it's on Spotify. Reasonable Drought is hard. Trust it's me. fire. It is fire, Trust man. Me. Sold the brick one out of the parking lot. Hallelujah. One day, Aaron and Sam is going to connect. One day, oh, yeah. man. Stove God. I like Stove man. God. Oh, I just man. haven't caught Adlib. the Stove the God ad-libs. wave. Oh man, he was gassing me on back two times, man. <laughs> so this guy every few rap. years someone comes <laughs> along. <laughs> <laughs> every few, every few years someone comes along. Yeah, I remember first time I heard Danny Brown. I've oh, tried like JPEG Mafia. There's there's someone where their style is so different and so like. In your face, right? You just can't. You you have to just respect it. But as Theo says, he's got bars too, and oh. and he makes good music. He does. I think he it does. was Rock Marciano that produced the album too, as well. Yeah, it was Rock, uh, Rock Marciano. I yeah. had to take him in, but okay. at the same time, I feel like I don't mind being late to the Stove God Cooks party because he's 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 so intertwined with Griselda that I'll hear him every now and again, and, and yeah, maybe yeah. one day I'll go, oh, what's he doing now? And I'll I'll catch up. But for now. I like the the four or five songs I've heard of his. Mm-hmm. Oh, never gets old. Um, yeah, so this will be a bit different, you know. Like I said, we're we're reviewing two albums in one, so I guess let's just kind of jump between them. 
So when we talk about the usual kind of topics that we do, let's just let's just join both albums together. Um, well, can, can I say my first bit first then? Because because I don't I, mm-hmm. I want to change something that I said in the group here. Tanner Talk is an album, okay? I originally said, oh, it feels Thank like a you. mixtape. But it, it, it gave me more album vibes once I listened to it a few more times. But first mm-hmm. two listens, I was like, this is a mixtape because all the other Tanner first, Talks first, are yeah. mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree, you know. I just want to say they're both albums in their respective rights, but we'll get into the depth and of it or whatever. But I just wanted to kind of clarify a few things there with that because I, I, didn't, want to, I didn't want anyone to try throw it on me like, oh, you said it's a mixtape. Well, like no, no, but... I feel like that's a good place to start because we, you know, we're going to talk about the, you know, the content and the and the bars and that. And mm. what was it about Benny's that, content-wise, that made you feel like it was a a mixtape? And then why now do you say it's an album? You, you know, when someone does a trilogy, yeah, or, or a series of things, yeah, that are, that start mm. out as mixtapes, you just treat them yeah. as what they were. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Tanner Talk is a mixtape series judging by the research I've done and blah, blah, blah. So I just came mm. into it with the mindset that it's a mixtape. I didn't want to connect the dots or let the the big moments that he tried to pull off hit. I just kind of was like, ah, it's a mixtape. These are good songs. There's no thought in this. It's just what he's got right now. But mm. I don't know. I feel like the, the moments reached on this, some of the moments are higher than what happened on Burden of Proof. So it's only fair that I, I judge this as what it's meant to be, which is... I guess an album, or I don't know. I don't even know if we should really bother. Yeah, he called it albums. an independent album. He called it indie album. I would say project. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a project. Mix, the idea of a mixtape is something that's like, you know, not finished, not thought out. But mixtapes are becoming like albums now. So, yeah, I don't know. I I just I just didn't I didn't really let the I judged the book before its cover, and I let that seep into my my thought process listening in. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that they're but like to to be clear, they're both albums mm. but um i think the difference is is that with conways is that it is so clearly an album do you know mm. what i mean there's been all this mm. anticipation for this shady debut um this major label debut whatever and even just if you think about the way it starts with a track like lock load that is very much an intro track the way it ends as well with god make don't uh, god don't make mistakes very much an outro track just the structure mm. of it is i guess uh is explicitly an album um, whereas, like you say, with Tanner Talk Four, I mean, in fairness, Tanner Talk Three wasn't was an album, and um, you know, it's definitely you know album standard. But yeah, I think even the way Benny was talking about it, in some ways, it was almost like this kind of fan service project where he knew that's what people wanted to hear, and it doesn't necessarily have, uh, have the structure or flow like Conway's does. Mm. But I mean, the, the quality of the tracks and, and the, the subject matter, it definitely is. It definitely is an album. Yeah. I, I just When you say the flow, what do you mean? I just, like I say, I just think that um, Conway's one has a very, it, it, like I say, it very much has an album oh, structure. Like stru- structurally, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, I mean, I, like personally, I mean, it works. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but... To come straight in with, uh, was it Johnny P's Caddy? Yeah, mm. is yeah mm. makes you feel like it's not exactly. It just put the biggest song first. Myself. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Like at least mm. it wasn't the thing like is, really an intro. Like, it wasn't really like an intro track, was it? It was just like right, no, let's come in. Not bang. even, like, but yeah. that's that's a typical album structure that we just don't get that much nowadays, though. Like you don't need an intro track. Think about like all these classic albums like Thriller, even like Hounds of Love, Kate Bush's album that starts with Running with um Running Up the Hill. Like all these hits that start at the top. 
It's it's another. Mm-hmm. It's just an old album I, style. I, th- I think as well. In, in this day and age, just the idea of oh, they see talent talk and they don't have to look for the track they like. They just press play on that track and hopefully they let it run. Mm-hmm. Like not, you know, I'm not trying to say that people aren't trying to listen to this thing all the way through, but I feel like that's a tactic that he could use of like oh, the big features at the top, click play it and forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. But I think Conway's thing definitely Conway's album definitely goes through a, a distinct journey. Like starts gritty, oh, yeah. gets deep, yeah. and then comes to a place of rest. I don't, I don't think Talent Talk has any of that really in it. It just has a whole bunch of mm. shit going on. And I think also with Conway's, um, I won't go too deep into this because we're going to talk about other aspects as well. But I think with Conway's, it's a bit more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Introspective. Perhaps a bit more. Well, there's definitely introspection. I was going to say. Ex- um, extensive mm. so i feel like conway goes a bit further when it comes to the introspection the vulnerability and the stories and the, well, not so much the stories because benny's it's a different type of storytelling it's almost like he's putting game on like he's he's, he's giving you game he's giving you these street tales mm. whereas conway is like he's not necessarily giving us any anything particularly new um or departing from what he's done previously but he's going even further Elaboration. No. Yeah, 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 exactly. Personal. There's a level yeah. of detail and and um, I guess uh, emotion that's on a I would say that hits a bit harder than than Tanner Talk Four does. So that would be the other aspect where I'd say that Conway re- you know made more of an album in that sense. Yeah, the vulnerability is interesting though because I think Conway for me his best thing is his vulnerability. Like when you go oh, to the couch, for example, like. It, the cow like 2015 that's seven years ago all the way up to now like i think his best thing clearly is his vulnerable raps and stuff whereas benny's one is actually the opposite of that it's like his invulnerability that's his um appeal do you know what i mean like he's mm. like this he's this goat rapper he can he has no flaws he makes flawless track lists all of this kind of stuff he dabbles though he gives us snippets do you know what i mean like on um is it buster brick nick where he um alludes to the, the shooting that he experienced oh, was yeah, it like a yeah. year and a half ago mm. or so yeah um he did it on burden of proof with a couple of tracks it was, it was oh survivor. yeah oh, yeah survivor's guilt yeah yeah on thing. the plugs i met and then yeah sorry i know mm. on burden there was um oh, i forgot the name of it where he really goes deep as well there's oh, a really really yeah, nice yeah. track it was one of my it was when we reviewed it, it was one, one of my favorite tracks and it was because mm-hmm. he went deep i think we'll talk about it more towards the end but i think that's when why I see uh, Benny's Benny's ceiling is high, and I feel like he is going to give us that one day, but um, not not yet. You know, we know he's signed to Def Jam, and um, you know we're go- we're going to get that major debut uh, label debut from him at some point. So maybe he's just he's saving it. Do you get what I mean for the yeah. for the big occasion? Well, that's what I'm kind of a bit confused about. But I'm glad that Sean kind of made it a bit clearer to me. It's like you said, it's fan service talent talk for rather than an album, mm. and that that might be why. God don't make mistakes feels a bit I don't want to say better because I'm not comparing the two but to me it just feels a bit there's a bit more substance to it like that like Conway explores ideas and thoughts throughout a whole song rather than multiple mm. thoughts and ideas in in one verse or you know one mm. song yeah I yeah, think that's yeah. one thing why Conway feels so just it's that linking back to what we we're saying but like Conway makes like songs like stress which is like conceptual mm. and like yeah. benny has a few conceptual ones but it's more like he's rapping mm. about all types of stuff. it's like that kind of like mixtape barring where mm. they're just rapping yeah. they're just rapping like stream of conscious type stuff yeah yeah let's talk about stress because i feel like um conway like i said i don't think 
you know, subject wise, Conway isn't really telling us um, completely new stories we've never heard. There are certain things that, you know, that he says on this song as well, where I, I can't remember him ever talking about, such as like the, the loss of his son mm. and things like that. It, it is in stress where he says that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he said he had a baby yeah, yeah. and it died. Um, and that's why he drinks a bottle a day and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So I'm, I'm waffling a bit. I'm just going to get to it. I feel like this is his, his greatest song. Mm. I think so. Uh, yeah. I, I think mm. it's one of his greatest songs because mm. it's flipping deep and even it's even one that, like, mo- yeah even that mo- to add that motivational speech thing at the end I'm not going to lie that makes me <laughs> that's mad yeah. that, that always gets me hyped because it's yeah. just like it's because it's so it's so true to anyone that's out there it's like when you're like when you're down and down no one's there to help you but that that's like the fire that you need in your belly to get you back up again and it's so so relatable to what he was talking about and being stressed the whole song's just ah oh, it's just amazing it's, it's just yeah i don't know if, if hip-hop understands oh, that moments like what conway's done there is rare where you know a big quote-unquote macho boss type mm-hmm. level guy is is really fragile you know almost almost mm. to the point where you might see parts of yourself in that and go damn do you know what i mean like it's not just me that feels like this sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that's yeah. what i mean i think that you know person it's it's probably not my well it's not one of my f- it's not my favorite Conway song. You mm. know what I mean? There's there's other Conway songs that I personally prefer. But it, even on first listen on this one, listening to what he was saying, it was just immediately I went, oh my God, this is special. This is like Tupac DMX levels of vulnerability. Do you know what I mean? Where it comes from, like you say, a person rapping mm. in a space where, um, yes, you, they might sort of dabble in things like alcoholism and depression and this and that and talk about the sort of traumas that come with that life. But to go this deep into it, is, he does um, it well though like he because yeah. what i what i like about this song is whenever i listen to it it's like a journey of um like a, the mental condition he goes through because it's like he starts with stress i think the second verse though is about depression and then the third yeah, verse he kind of yeah. like covers it where he's like i'm stressed because i'm depressed i'm depressed because mm-hmm. i'm i can't remember what he said but wait what is he what is it Oh man, I lost a bit. I'm stressed because I'm depressed. Depressed because <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressed because I'm. Oh. <laughs> oh god, go on, man. Don't let me lose it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm stressed because I'm depressed. Depressed because I'm just tired of the shit. And I feel like that's like the progression of the three verses. And when I when I listen to it, it's like I kind of go because I'm going through all of those stuff as well, and it it kind of puts you in that mindset and like. Then the ending bit where it takes you off and makes you feel good. I'm not making sense. No, you are. You <laughs> no, are. You're making sense. You're making sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, does, does anyone else experience that journey? Yeah, yeah. Because I keep thinking, is it just me? plenty yeah. of sense. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's what <laughs> I, I was listening to it t- today and I was feeling that. Though. Oh, I, was, I was thinking, like, how much is this resonating this hard? Yeah, that's what I mean. It was hitting deep for me, big time. I was like, Damn. That journey is not a one-time journey. It's a journey you go on multiple times. It's like a weird yeah. cycle. But it, like, I don't know what it is about that song, but it made me kind of stab back and look and go, oh, so this is how you deal with it. You just realize what part of that process mm. you're in and mm. you know how to move on to the next bit. It's like he said in his motivational speech thing. It, it felt like um, almost like a confession or like he was... He's talking to you, like say, like you're you're having a drink together, and he's you know he's had a bit too much, and he's revealing things to you. Like I'm, I mean, there might be bigger Conway fans out there that will say I'm wrong. I I can't remember him really talking about like his cousin committing suicide. He maybe has, 
Um, but when, when he talked about the, the vividness as well about the, the cord for the throat, which just hits. And then he literally says, I never told nobody, but I lost a son myself. Do you know what I mean? Like when that comes in, you're like, this guy is literally, but to me, it's his most, um, I would say, his most vulnerable track since The Cow. Well, his most, most vulnerable lyrics since then. And he is, and, and this isn't the first time he's done this. In, in fact, most of the projects I've heard since sort of 2018 to 2019 onwards, there's always one track at least where he talks about alcoholism and the post-traumatic stress disorder that he suffers from and this and that. But um, this was like, he took it to the next level and it's, it really is to me the sort of centerpiece and the, the standout track in this album. My, my standout line from this oh, is where he says, okay. do you think I like my face? I hate this shit or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, man. It's like, exactly. you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, no. track. Jesus. I'm like, you're really, you're really picking yourself drunk, apart. Though. Huh? He's like, he's slurring throughout that chorus as well. Yeah. It, it, yep. it, I feel like Sean's right. It's like an alcoholic kind of confession. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible, man. Incredible. And it's not the only instance on, on the album where he is this. Oh, it's not. I think well, not this, it's one of the ones where it, like, it links, doesn't it? The certain lyrics make more sense because of tracks before. And then like mm-hmm. tracks after, so he kind of like refers back to this moment as well mm. in yeah, some yeah. way. But this is why I say, um, I mean, I'm, ju- I'm jumping to it. This is why for me, Conway, at the moment, based on what we've received from these guys, is the, the strongest member of Griselda. You know, Benny, I still maintain is a star and I feel like the ceiling is high and we, I think he might go the furthest or will go the furthest out of all of them. Um, but what Conway does lyrically and, uh, you know, content wise and just his, his sort of versatility on different types of production too, there's just, it's more well-rounded. And I guess we're coming back to the album thing again. This album just felt really wholesome. Mm. and well-rounded I felt mm. yeah I came away from it feeling like I knew Conway a lot a lot more than I did before whereas with, with Benny's project I came in and I was a bit like oh okay Benny's still talking about selling drugs and, and things like that that's cool <laughs> but with Conway's thing I'm like oh you're, you're, a, you're a complex person and you're very aware of yourself which is a hard thing to do like being aware of yourself can actually ruin you more than it can make you feel at peace mm. Mm. and just to come like come back to what I said as well like a track like so much more I mean, Conway fans well, know brilliant. that he is much more than just this kind of coke rapper, uh, just talking a load of crud and whatnot. But, you know, he talks about on this track. But if you listen to albums like a, a La Machina, where he's rapping over pretty commercial beats, I would say, but then he can also do something with a big ghost or an alchemist. Or, do you know what I mean? There's there's so much variety mm. in his in his soundscape. A track like so, so the, much the more. Way me, so much album. more hits. Like the oh, way so hits after stressed is so bad. Yeah, yeah. That, that's mad, great sequencing. Mm. That kind of reminded me, it had a bit of a, I know it's Justice League, but um, almost like that kind of, the, the grand scale of like a, a Just Blaze beat. Mm. Just uh, mm-hmm. this sort of like mm-hmm. early to mid 2000s power yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. And guilty as well, the stuff that he's oh, saying. Gu- that oh, well, the, the stuff on the saying and guilty is just, oh, it's just amazing, mm. man. Flipping love that track. But I feel so. like let's um just to switch over to Benny because I feel like there was a a standout on here too, which was his uh well, you know his um redoing or revisit of of Ten Crack Commandments. Oh, that that was so well done. Yeah. I'm sorry, that it's was, a risky that was move, yeah. But it, I feel like it, it paid off because it, I genuinely listened so to it and I was like, I've learned something here. It paid, it paid off, man. Because, like you said, I thought it was risky because when I was first listening to it, I was like, oh, well, 
we're doing ten, we're doing ten um, crack commandments again. Then I then I deep then I like sort of actually properly listen. I was like, oh no, yeah, I read the title again. No, it's ten more crack commandments. Oh, you starting from twenty? Oh, I like what mm. you're doing here. And to get it's the interesting. Yeah, even though I don't care, I don't care for Diddy. What's I, I don't like what Diddy and, says and, at the and, end and, though. Diddy says a whole bunch of like, bullshit, doesn't Diddy he? Talks you're with shit. Me. Diddy talks shit. Diddy talks bullshit at the end. Oh, just because our dad did it. My dad used to sell stuff back in the day. Blah blah. Men are gods. So what are women like? What? No man, That's what I mean. it's like he's trying to like fix himself. <laughs> just, Diddy, Diddy just didn't need to be on that. Like, no. like, I'm telling you, Benny went to Diddy. Like, I can't. I was like, I've done this track, yeah. What do you think of it? And he was like, Yeah, bad boy, bad boy. It's my time. It's my time to jump on this. You know what I mean? Like, I need. That's how you're gonna get this coaster. And he knew this track was gonna blow up. And he's like, I wait, need wait, to be honest. Wait, wait, wait. Let's stop. Let's stop. Diddy's done some great things in his career. Let's just mm-hmm. let's, no, let's yeah, respect him for that. But, like, no, no, we give it. We give yeah. it. We give I'm, him I'm some props, man. Diddy, Diddy's we done did nothing not great in his career because he's not end, a musician. Man. Diddy is. is Sam, what are you on about, man? Diddy ain't <laughs> he, a real he musician. Biggie's debut. <laughs> you think he was in there making them beats? You think you think he was in there? I think he definitely was one of the record producers. A hundred percent. He's the admin I'm not, I'm guy, not being bro. Into the Diddy slander. This is this is your lot. Listen, it went a bit I'm too far. Like, I started it, but it went too far. Like, you guys, you just got gassed up. Diddy's not a real musician. His best song is that one where he's on that bike and he falls off it. I don't remember what that one is. Is it Mary J. Blige is on that one or Faith Evans? You know what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not going this deep. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, we just. Oh, we we just one. don't oh, need. I You're mean, trying to assassinate Diddy, the career. Like. Diddy's ad <laughs> libs on the track were nice, and the co-signer like it because it's the link between obviously mm. the Biggie track and the um, mm-hmm. Benway track. And it was, that was it nice. makes sense. Yeah, if so they didn't have that, approval. it it would have felt yeah, like cheap exactly. in a way. Yeah, so so it's nice that he's on there. The bit at the end. I'll be missing you. Board, so. That one. That's the one. The biggest, the biggest song of uh, his career, right? That's the only song that matters, man. The rest of it is not real. Like uh, Diddy's got some tunes. Diddy's got some tunes. Oh, um, no, I know what you mean about seal of approval because um, I'm just going to play a bit of devil's advocate here. <laughs> I can't, man. Um, do you think? Do you think this was a bit of a missed opportunity in the sense that imagine this was produced by DJ? Premier. No, but respect Alchemist. He he, he put it on nicely. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I, I hear what you're saying, Sean. Yeah, I'm not yeah, mad at it though. But it's not Alchemist, Alchemist to produce is, ten crack commandments. It, it's it's Darringer. Oh. yeah. I was, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. Oh, swear. Beat, beat, beat Butcher and Darringer. Oh. It's, we need it's to all shout out Beat Butcher on this project. Everyone's going on nice, about though. Darringer. The beat, beat was nice. Yeah, no, Beat no, Butcher, no, like, no, give him his props as well, man. He, he, he who who is Beat Butcher? Project. I thought that was just Benny. No, 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 Beat no, Butcher's no, no, been no. working with Darringer for a long while. What? He's yeah. Been, yeah, he's been in the Griselda camp for a long time. But um, to just to clarify what I'm saying, I, I think the beat's great as well. The yeah. songs, I mean, like, that's why I, f- I think it's mm. the standout of this, um, mm. this album. But, to, but I'm to just answer saying, your question, like, Sean, uh, they don't need Primo to do that because it's a different thing. If he was redoing the Ten Crack Commandments, then maybe I'd be a bit like, oh, maybe mm. you should have done this and that. But the Diddy co-side makes it good enough because apparently Diddy is yeah. Biggie's spokesperson from beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. No, no, Benny don't rap like, like Biggie as well. Benny does that flossy mm. rapping, and mm. it's like this is the kind of beat for that floss. Yeah. To to clarify though, I I agree. I think it's great that Darringer especially did it because it almost it becomes its own song of its own time. Do you get what mm. I mean? Yes, exactly. Going the primo route, it, you you're in danger of being a, I don't know, not gimmicky, but um. No, you're right. I don't know. That's the word. No, it's gimmicky. It's gimmicky. That's the word. That's the word. That's the exact word. 
it's not his own song then. This is like his Biggie own would have moment. said no. Let's be yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Biggie oh, was yeah, alive Biggie and that was happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and going back to what Kieran said, like you know, you know, I know Conway said it on record, but I feel like people are starting to now hold Darringer right up there with the top producers. Like for instance, oh, the RZA comparison. Oh, like, he really deserves um, it now. This yeah. is almost like a it's not a passing of the torch, but it's like. I can even imagine Primo, say like he got asked to do it and him going like, no, 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 no. You get Derringer to do it. Get him to do it. This is his era. This is his time. Let him do that. Let him do his, uh, bring his take onto this, onto this record. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't Primo that did it, but apparently he's in the video. So that's a nice little, I guess, bit of homage to, to uh, Just to add, the 10 Crack Commandments, like obviously they're, they're not just for like drugs and stuff. It's about like trying to make your life worthwhile and and trying to like you know use the drug game to enhance your life this actually gives you more of a breakdown as to why drug dealers do half the things that we think are stupid like when he was talking about mm. buy cars buy jewelries to you that that shit might look dumb but like what if the plug is gone and blah 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 buy shit that you can sell oh, i that like, yeah, oh yeah. i yeah. never but thought of this yeah and and it's also when he says like you got to take you got to try your own own shit where you, where people get overdosed on their stuff. But he's right. It's like people tell you that that's fire, but you got to make sure that the sh shit actually is fire. Where whereas on the flip side, you would think that's dumb. No, it's actually really smart because that's actually what gets you to sell the drugs in the first place. Well, the mad thing is, is obviously Biggies will say don't never get high on your own supply. But own he, supply, yeah. But but he never said don't test your product and i feel like uh, yeah, one exactly. thing that a lot of drug dealers that are currently out there or whatever forget about is a lot of people that were doing drugs or selling drugs no other way around a lot mm. of people that were selling drugs had family members that did drugs so they would take it to yeah. their uncle or their you know yeah, maybe exactly. even their mum yeah, or their dad and test it out which is a mad thing when you think about it yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I don't know i feel like obviously the drug game is completely different from how it was in the 80s 90s early 2000s to now but Benny definitely has given younger people a lot of insight and advice, whereas the Ten Crack Commandments is just all advice. There's no insight. He he, mm. <laughs> he just says shit and it's like these are the rules. That's it. But Benny's like, this is why certain things are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do and we do we find what Diddy's saying a bit preachy at the end actually? Because he's like, we, we don't need like, to oh, do this. Man. Man. Did he, oh, Jesus, I get no, did I get the message in it, but I get Sean speak. Why are you shaking your head, man? I don't how are you feeling about saying. the message? Really <laughs> nah, the message dumb. I don't care. I don't care for what this guy is saying. I just switch off, man. I like, can't it's lie positive, isn't it? It is it's positive, positive but it just with this voice and the, and and the black woman came. But it's from like, the black man. I got an issue though. Like you know you she is. some people don't have it. It's not a choice for some people, in it. Like some people are like at school, they're getting bullied. They join this gang. They sell these drugs. Like that, they need this advice. It's not really their choice. Oh, Th Theo's had enough. Whoa. Theo does not like Diddy at all. <laughs> Theo dips. <laughs> he was out on it. <laughs> um, well, I, I was going to refer to Benny's ending, which which I liked. And it's something that he makes clear in interviews and that he said on other tracks. But, you know, he, he finishes off the record by, by talking about how, you know, as soon as you get a chance, get out. You know, that's the part as well. You know, if you, yeah, that's the most important part, I think. And, you know, he, I guess... As much as, you know, we're talking about fan service and about, I guess, to, to come back to the whole, like, we, we were talking about how wholesome and extensive Conway is, but I guess the, the difference with this one is, is Benny is doing what he does better than he has ever done it before. And that's what I mean by fan service. He knows what his fans like and what they've been craving. 
He's given it to them. He's, he's, I guess, reached a new level at doing that, you know, performing in that lane. Um, but he's always maintained and been clear that, you know, he doesn't want to glorify this stuff. Yeah. And he did that with this record as well. Mm-hmm. It was a great way to sum it up, I think. And, and like I say, my, not necessarily my favourite on the album or one of my favourite Benny tunes of all time, but this one just felt, again, like a centrepiece, like the most, I guess, important record for, for multiple reasons. See, for me, it was, it was also the conceptual song, though. I was going to say, t- like, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, just, it just <laughs> felt the best. Like, for me, out of all the songs on here, that and Uncle Bun, those are the only two songs that I really was like, ooh, you know what I mean? I've got to take these ones in. I, I like these ones. The rest of the project or album, I could take, I could throw away. Like, not obviously, not Stove God Cooks and uh, Weekends in Perry's, but I don't know. D- d- 10, 10 more crack commandments felt like the biggest moment of this whole thing for me. But there was anticipation that... too. Sorry, you, Kieran, you go ahead. No, um, no. There was you an Instagram, there was like leaked, or well, not leaked, there was, um, he was sharing this, uh, teasing the song on Instagram Live and he'd spoken about um, this, this record. And obviously with its history, um, I guess there was a lot of pressure to deliver and mm. um, they did. They definitely did. So, what I was uh, going to say is, um, the thing is, this whole album is actually great. And the reason why 10 More Commandments stands out isn't because it's like better than the rest. Because I think personally, there are actually better songs on this, on this album. But it stands out because it's like hyper-conceptual. In an album that feels like mixtape bars, like this is a mm. moment where like he's, he's stuck on one theme. True. And like a concept that's beyond just like his other kind of like talk and stuff mm. i feel like benny needs to do this more to be honest like songs songs like this where but he's he did just it trying on, trying something he did it on mm. burden of proof consistently and that's what made me enjoy that project so much and even yeah. on the plugs i've met he does it more he did but this is this is further than that do you know what i mean like that, that they're conceptual in areas but mm. this is like this is like a hyper concept isn't it well but th- this is this is what conway is doing throughout his album that's why it feels something like th- this is like when jay-z did 22 twos it's, it's that kind of like I'll, i've got a concept for a song and i'm gonna roll with it mm. yeah no most um, definitely most definitely before we go over to things like production and features in that kieran you said that you thought um there's perhaps better songs on this album so what can you like go, oh like, like, to be honest like i thought johnny p's caddy but it's a pre-release but that that was actually a a crazy moment. I know Sam wasn't feeling it too much, but for me, like, I was like, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard Benny rap this good. I can't remember Alchemist beat this good. J. Cole's feature Ooh. was mad or so. Like, I just went, like, <laughs> careful here. Bias <laughs> kind of vibes. I was sure, sure. Wait, wait. Recency bias vibes. Doesn't that sound like a 10 out of 10 Alchemist beat? That like, beat's hard, though. It, like, oh, that beat this, is hard. This is top notch Alchemist. Yeah, like, you know what, sometimes though? Alchemist makes those, like, understated beats, isn't it? But this, this knocks. Yeah, it's not so you know what it is. That's you know what it is, hard. Kieran, is that Alchemist, um, you know, over the last few years, especially, he's really, I guess, carved his own sound and he's become very, we, we're kind of going into the production here now, but we might as well get to it. Um, he's carved his own sound in the sense that he's very much become associated with sort of minimal to no drums to these loops and obscure uh uh, samples and the transitions mm. and all this stuff cre- creating an atmosphere this was like a throwback to some of the beats he made in the 2000s where it that's was why i love palatable. it yeah so i know what you're yeah, saying yeah. it's like he's it, it, oh. you can put it up there with like your revolutionary warfares and things do you know what i mean that are more mm-hmm. i guess um easy on the ear 
but I mean, some of the more fucking like out there experimental stuff he's done is yeah, crazy. no, it's definitely not groundbreaking what he's done, but mm, like mm. as a like a put together beat, like this could stand up against like some like Kanye's production and like you can hear like it's got the complexities to like match mm. it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's a minimalist oh, yeah, producer usually. But that's, that's what a good though. beat does. A good beat oh, doesn't always have to slap you in the face. Sometimes a good beat is just mm-hmm. setting the right tone and the right vibe, which Definitely. is exactly what Johnny Kelly does. The other beat, though, but Buster Brick Nick. I, did Alchemist do that one as well? Um, it might be Derringer. Um, You'd be surprised how much Derringer's like, on it. That, that beat Alchemist, yeah. bangs, and oh, yeah, like uh, Benny's raps on that. They're like, oh. yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's a that, late one for me. Like, it was to, today, I'm gassed in it. I, I haven't even got like words to intellectually explain, like, but that song is is crazy when you deep yeah. it. Like, Benny, Benny's saying some stuff on that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're getting back to the bars on that because well, just, just to quickly say that that's Alchemist as well, Buster Bricknick. Wow, but that's um, yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's a magical that's, beat. That's also one where, like I said, uh, Benny is kind of dabbling in the in the vulnerable stuff. He goes, he goes uh, in though, like the the verses, oh, the flows are switching a little. He's he's saying different stuff as well. Yeah, I know, I know. Wow, the, the little the, the the slickness of Benny though, like when he yeah, 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 yeah. My little, I, I compare him like, to Jay Z in it because it's the way he says stuff. That, I know what you mean. It's stuff me. like when I, I can imagine Jay saying what I'm about to repeat, where he says, "My little crypto investment was probably triple your necklace." It's just like that little <laughs> slick. Oh, it, it, it's the way he well, that, delivers it though. That's like, one thing I want to say about the whole of Griselda is that mafioso, mafiosa, whatever the word oh, is. They've got that type point, like they've mastered but, it. But Benny's yeah. definitely like he's channeling that that original Jay Z energy of like, yeah, I sold drugs. I'm not really trying to trying to did that like dwell on that too much. I'm trying to give you like these odd business lessons <laughs> or like mm. these these weird stories that I've got from that that era of my life. And he's like, I'm rich now, type thing. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah. The other, the other, just. Just the last one, Mr. Charles Hall. I think what Benny does on that vocally on that verse is nice. Like he, he switches up the delivery. It's not like the typical like Tanner talk that we hear. He, I feel like he's harking that new era of what's to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah that was a sleeper to me. That hit me today, actually, that one. Um, it's it's what, different. Yeah, like he's rapping with emotion. I like, I, I'm, I'm hearing something, inflections in his voice I've not heard before. Like, mm-hmm. like, was it the last thing he recorded? I, 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 I don't know. Like, it feels different though. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then, what about Conway? What about like some of the again to kind of not to go too much into production well, or I, features and that? But were there any other songs on Conway's where we thought, wow, that's the you know? Well, I want to just add in quickly, back, back, or back two X, whatever the fuck it's called. That song's a banger on Tanner Talk Four. Oh yeah, that's a banger. But yeah. then fl- flowing in from that, drum work. I don't know why no one cares about drum work as much as so, I do. Drum work is the bang. Uh, drum work's great. Conway's album, yeah. That song for me just stands out. I don't know why. That Love the Genius person, they get things going for that. Yeah, we'll get into her. We'll get into her. What well, I love Conway is his... <laughs> <laughs> I love Conway's like 50 Cent stuff. So on Lock Load, the chorus, I feel like that, that's definitely like 50 Cent's melodic rap on street. Great. Gangster intro. rap. And he does it on like, I think Stress, the chorus is arguably 50 Cent-ish. Would... Does anyone think that? Welcome back, Theo. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in on his phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Theo's in what's on the phone. Theo, what's um, going on? <laughs> Plugged in. I had to join through my phone, so the quality's going to sound shit, but I just... Yeah, it's oh, all good. Just... Your laptop's um, moving a bit Shawnish. We're just, um, Theo, we're just, we're getting into sort of like final uh, tracks on each album that were standouts for us, both like in terms of bars and content and that. And Kieran was just saying how... Um, some uh, some of uh, Conway stuff reminds me of 50 Cent. 
And like, do you know the first time I thought that was on the Lulu EP? Mm, yeah, that early? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what song is it on the Lulu EP where he sounds like 50? There's something oh, about is it, it, isn't it? He's, he's grittier than 50, but I, I hear it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, it looks like feel. I, I want him to do that more, though. I want him to rap with these melodies because mm. it, it's, 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 he swags it out nicely. Yeah, yeah. But I'm with Sam on um, drum work. Drum work and piano as well. A pia- what, no, what's it called? Piano Love. Piano Love. Piano, piano Love, love was a pre-release, though. That, that came it out was, like yeah, that months was a single, ago. Yeah, yeah. But that was like, to me, and then just to kind of... Com- um, like cross reference with Benny's is uh, oh, what was the song? Is it um, oh my god, why am I forgetting all the tracks? Uh, <laughs> bear with me, bear with me. I'll super plug, super plug. There we go. So, mm-hmm. so piano super plugs super hard. Plug were like, yeah, super plugs like amazing, classic Griselda, like you know, yeah, the, the, the quintessential yep. Griselda sound at its best um, as well. It wasn't like a lower standard like that. What's no. that? Um, Griselda Posse cut on uh. Conway's one because that one doesn't hit. Does John Mooflick. I, I was about John to mention that. I was about to I mention like that. One. I like no, that. No, one. No, no, I like the tune, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not Griselda's best tune, best. is it? Nah, but I, I, I was gonna it's say like best, no one's gonna mention that. It's but definitely you're right. a grower. No, it's definitely a grower. Chanel Pearls as well is a standout track for me. My standout track. Yeah. Chanel Pearls and drum work. Has it, has anyone touched on God Don't Make Mistakes so because what a perfect outro that is on Conway's wow. album no, that, really, that is powerful no, no. that oh, is powerful bit, man a bit with his mum yeah exactly that's what I'm saying the mum's making an appearance again a, on that, that album was, yeah but that's a standout to me because that's a powerful song love that song Tigas yeah. wow wow yeah, tigas. why are we not talking about Tigas what no, we'll, we'll get there we'll get there, we'll get there. For, for a different I, reason we'll get there um, and has anyone talked we... about on Benny's? Has anyone talked about uh, Furry's Revenge? Nah. No, we actually didn't mention no, that because I was trying to hold one. back because that I'll one is gas. You know what? <laughs> Whenever yeah, that yeah. one hits. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Uh, as soon as you mention that, Theo, let's go to, um, let's, let's move on to production. Um, like Thoey's Revenge is one of my best alchemist beats oh, ever. Like Jesus, that gases that, me. It's, it's the, the horns. Way, like, oh, the horns no, but it's the, it's the strings before the horns, yeah. and then it like yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know why? Is because <sighs> first of all, it's it's the I would say out of all the tracks on that album, it's the biggest change in pace. It's got a bounce to it that none of the other mm. tracks have. Right. Um, secondly, I I don't I can't remember Alchemist ever making a beat like that. But it's still nah. got the, the sort of layers and the depth to it. And so like, it's still, if you really listen to it, there's a lot going on. But the horns, I've, I've never heard Alchemist oh, make a, a beat that jumpy with the horns. and It comes perfectly after Uncle Bun, because like, Uncle Bun's yeah. so slow. I think like, that yeah. might even mm. slow tempo out of the mm. whole ones before it. Yeah. So then this comes and it's like... Them horns are like some medieval horns, though, man. They're like... They're not like the typical, like... Trophies kind of horns, isn't it? Pie Piper Slick Rip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, why uh. is Slick Rip coming up every week with you? <laughs> nah, what is this? This is a conspiracy. Sometimes I might be looking at something on another screen and you might get lost in your own talk and start talking about fucking Slick Rick, man. What's the... It started ever since we did the Super Bowl episode. You might are talking about Slick Rick, Slick Rick, Slick Rick. Stop it, please. For the love of God, stop it. Because uh, a slick Rick um, song came up the other day, and all I'm thinking is what you man was saying about it being a pedo. Like, it's not hard fun. as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. I can't enjoy slick Rick no more. 
Maybe I'm not I'm not right in the head, but that beat's just all right. Like the better beat for me no, from Argos yeah. on this is oh. Johnny P. No, Sam, Sam, think about the strings. Think about the strings that it's I'm thinking it's about like it and I like it, but it's but like then... I'm I'm more lost in the bars. I have maybe I haven't listened to the beat. Mm. That's probably what no, it is. The beat is um because there's the, the thing is, like I said, there's the there's the jumpiness in the horns that I don't normally associate. Well, we don't normally associate with the alchemist, mm. but it's the strings in the background, man. Mm. It's the, the way it comes it in. It makes a out. modulation, I think. Like I'm, I'm quite sure that's a modulation, and like it just mm. feels incredible. It, it's commercial. It, it's it's hella commercial, mm-hmm. but it's artistic Let's, as well. But like we've 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 talked about that. But we've spoken about Johnny Peace Caddy. Let's talk about just his work in general over these two albums, like. <sighs> It was even on Earl Sweatshirt's album as well. Like that, that's yeah. kind of included. Alchemist is everywhere yes. in this underground scene right now. Like he's literally everywhere. It's in a go conversation at this point. Oh, Al- Alchemist is just too much. He wasn't in our top ten, was he? Much. He was there. Was but he, in he was on the shortlist. He yeah, was on the shortlist. Yeah, he was on the shortlist. Yeah, yeah. Not top yeah, yeah. five. Okay. Made top five. Okay. I feel yeah. like he had a stronger, a stronger twenty twenty. Yeah, um, he did. He, still he did. had a strong yeah. twenty one, but I think because twenty twenty was so strong, it didn't feel like he. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It did, I don't know. It just didn't feel as as impactful as 2020. But this year, the way he started this oh, year, oh, he's he's leading the way, man. I don't, no one's no one's even on his level this year. Untouchable. Sorry, he's out yeah. I, I, I don't bangers. know how you can top these three albums yeah. he's worked on. God, I, th- I think as well when you have a high output, it's it's very hard to maintain a, a level of quality that he has. Like he's really, really just. No. It's, it's almost like he's getting better and better. He's been in the game. Well over mm-hmm. maybe twenty years, nearly now. I want to say, yeah, he's longer, twi- well, longer. yeah, it's longer. Yeah, he's been here for. But time. he's been respected for a long time. But now I think he's yeah, entering that time. that goat level where he's like. I I know it sounds dumb to say, but you know when you get to that point when you actually just have a process in your head and you're just doing things unconsciously. That's when some of your greatest work comes out because you're just you just you have genius in your mind and you're able to translate it straight out. And that's what he's doing. I think. Um... Early days, you when you listen to him, because he's been around now for, it's got to be like 20 to 25 years, mm. at least, right? When you listen to his early beats, like stuff he did for Mob Deep and, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of... Nas. A couple others. Uh, maybe Nas. I'm thinking the early, early stuff. You can really hear his influence, okay. like Primo and people like that, right? And then he had a successful career working for, you know, with artists like Nas and other big rappers and whatnot, and was one of the, one of the better producers of the... Of the the 2000s he never made but a then, cheesy rubbish beat i'll give you that he never made a no, what i no. call a madden but, a madden type beat no no but in 2010s especially into the last four or five years like i said earlier he's actually now there is an alchemist sound like you yeah even though he's got such a vast range because if you think about it with over these two albums you get you know we've just listened to that and johnny p's caddy but then you get stuff like piano love and um super plug do you know what i mean which is mm. More in the thing is, you that know that, that he's produced Alchemist Room. It's all him, isn't it? And like when they sound like him, I think mm. he's produced it as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I think he said, I listened to him talk once. He said that I guess I think around the sort of beginning to middle of last decade, he noticed these new guys coming through, people like Earl, Action Bronson, Griselda, stuff like that, and just thought, Do you know what? I'm gonna surround myself with these guys, the younger mm. guys, and just feed off that energy. And I think that's helped him. In, in terms of, I mean, his output's ridiculous. The volume that he puts out is is mad, mm. but the in terms of like creating his own sound now, like this distinctive alchemist sound, and he doesn't even really use the tag either. Do you know that like he used to always have the 
the, the alchemist sort of tag at the start of songs. Mm. He doesn't really use that as much anymore. He did in, in, uh, on Benny's album. Well, that's the sign but, of, a, um, of a real producer. Like you can yeah. hear a Kanye West beat, you can hear a Just Blaze beat. Mm. And the thing is, the time that Just Blaze and all those type of tag producers came from, you would do that so that you could get credit on the song and all this kind of stuff and whatever. But now I think we're entering a stage where there's a lot more kind of credit to be put into the fact that people can go, is that an alchemist beat? That sounds like alchemist because your name is already mm. in their head yeah. in the list mm. of this is such a good beat. Who made this fucking beat type thing? Yeah. I just don't get where he, how he does it because from what I understand, he doesn't, his background isn't, I think he grew up in the hills, in like Beverly Hills or something like that. Sounds about right. Um, From quite an, you know, a, a I guess not. I wouldn't say well off, but he was comfortable growing up. What's what, he well, definitely has a sample I, bank. I, though. I, I was like, gonna he, say his beats, the samples on them, right? Like this, it's always got a sample. I don't understand always. why why yeah, people samples, do do people down though if they're not from like the hood or the or whatever. Like he's just a guy that makes good beats. Like he's not rapping about doing yeah. drugs and and. But I don't think he is. Though. I don't think it's just that. Yeah. If you listen to like Piano Love, the atmosphere he creates is so. That's what makes it more amazing to me is like you would think you would have to go through something like that or be or like oh. experience those things to do that, but he hasn't. He's he an artist, isn't he? I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, I, think, real, I think yeah. someone said way before we were actually releasing these that all struggle is just struggle. Like, even if it's mm. just like you went through like being broke, like a rich man's struggle is the same as a poor man's struggle, like they're all stressed mm. about the same type of mm. things. So He's just, I guess he's yeah. able to just channel emotions or maybe he's the mm. type of producer that will sit down with an artist and talk to them for however long yeah. and be like, oh, is that how listen. you're feeling and this and that? Hmm, I got this beat on. Let me try and make mm. something because there's a couple moments in Tanner Talk where, where Benny says stuff like, I can't believe I got Alchemist up this late. Like, so, yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, what yeah. are they doing? Like, they're not sat there making beat after beat after beat. They must be vibing, smoking, chilling. You know what I mean? Just spending time together, which is something I feel... Is what makes better music is when mm. you get yeah, to know yeah. each other. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Alchemist they always have a mood as well, right? Like yeah. I think always, always. I can't think of a producer like that to be honest, where it's like every single one is a specific mood, and it's not even like um a word uh, a a mood you can explain in words, right? It's just like a feeling you get, and every single one has that. Like, well, this to feeling. me, that's where. Yeah, I mean that that to me is why that's why on the run through I put have we got to start putting him in the goat conversation because to me it's people like jay diller that could do that it's people like madlib that can do that um you know i guess kanye west to an extent in the early part of his career with what he was doing um maybe less so but definitely jay diller for instance like the, the real sort of especially instrumental albums as well really give making you feel something that's what um, music's meant I to think. be a captured feeling yeah, 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 yeah. and i that feel like with hip-hop yeah. we normally look for that captured feeling in the lyrics so to have that captured feeling in the beat mm -hmm is, is mm -hmm. what elevates mm -hmm. all what he does to that higher level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the other person to talk about is Derringer. Um, wow. I think... Oh, he, he, no, honestly. We talk about... Um, it's gotten crazy now. He's, 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 he needs he's his the next, he needs he's his next flowers, guy. Man. He's, he's the, the next, next guy, man. Yeah, he really is. Man. I, I, used to, I used to not rate him. Like, I used to just Some be like, cool, he's good. He makes the mm. sound. But yeah. something oh, about these two albums, the beats yeah. he's put on them... Uh, especially on Tanner Talk. On Tanner Talk, Darringer's like 
matching alchemist at like alchemist oh, 100 percent. because when you, know you I mean? when you have johnny p caddies that alchemist beat and you go straight onto back two times oh, i'm sorry that darringer beat is oh, i was just like darringer's not he... worse than alchemist on that project oh, like he, no, he matched him. his he's beats not. sometimes even own, feel man. like alchemist beats yeah. that's the problem Trust, i'm having yeah, i'm exactly. like oh alchemist produced alchemist all the talent talks with rizzo though yeah there's, there's that rizzo feel for sure i think when you're oh, around man. great rappers like like all the griselda rappers are you have to kind of be a fairly good producer to keep with them because i know i know he's you know not really worked much outside of working with griselda but that's probably because griselda has so much music to make you know what i mean that he's just yeah. there all the no, time he's integral though because there's, yes. there's people like yeah. conductor like conductor makes nice yeah, beats for griselda mm. but darringer cuts deeper with the boom bat like the dustiness like i feel like because mm. he, he can do the flossy kind of area but also go to the dark area kind of like how Alchemist does as well, that range. Uh, I don't think yeah, yeah. I've heard Conductor range like that. Well, I think as well, it's because they probably grew up in and around Derringer. Derringer might have been one of the first ever producers that they got to work with in real life because yeah, they're all sure. from that yeah, Buffalo yeah. area. So maybe mm-hmm. his progression could have fueled them to be better or vice versa. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but they're they're all on this high, high level. And it it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens when inevitably Derringer gets asked to make beats for people outside of the Griselda camp. Or he gets asked to maybe yeah, work with Kanye, yeah. like because you know Kanye's always got his. Ear. I, I wouldn't doubt if Kanye's not listened to Tana Talk and and God Don't Make Mistakes and is thinking, I like these producers. Oh, I already worked with Alchemist. They really care about Alchemist. Who the mm-hmm. fuck is this Darringer guy? You know? Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine Kanye and Darringer uh, producer beef oh, or something? Oh, Jeez. that's, that's <laughs> exactly no, what I'm no, trying no, to say. That would, that would be what? disgusting. Um, oh, yeah, I agree disgusting. with um, I agree with what you're both saying. I think that. Kieran's right. I think Derringer is integral, and I feel like I don't think I'm. It's wild in saying that behind Westside, he could be the most integral part of Griselda in terms of like creating the soundscape. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know obviously Conway and Benny are crucial, but what we're saying about Alchemist and how he, I guess you know, well we didn't say it, but I'm saying it now, almost elevates an artist um, mm. and is a real producer in that sense. I feel like what Derringer's done for, for these guys is, is, is similar. Yeah, like you know? Griselda have a sound, don't they? And that sound yeah. is basically what um, Derringer creates. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gritty, it's and dark, it's grimy. As well. Who? Beat Butcher too. Like, oh. He does a lot of collabs with, yeah. with Derringer. Yeah, but that, I know that, that Derringer nice. is yeah. the... Is the uh, Give that man his flowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but just to, an, another thing, just the final thing with Derringer for me is that um, the thing that impressed me, because Kieran, I'm a bit like you, is uh, a couple years ago, or like two, three years ago, I didn't quite get it. You know, good beats, but I wasn't like wowed by them. But what impressed me on this one is is his range as well. Like to to do a beat like, uh, is it Babas? Is that how you pronounce it? The second from last class from Conway? No yeah, so Which, some, um, something like that, give, yeah. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. I love that one so his, much. Because that's a pretty, I would say that's a pretty left-field experimental track. That's yeah. art. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, Conway sounds say it like right. Kendrick on that. That's how they say it. It's <laughs> art. I don't think Conway sounded like Kendrick on that with the multiple voice like effect and stuff. Mm, Sick. Mm. He should do that thing as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then but then you get the sort of again what we were saying about what um, Alchemist did with stuff like Piano Love and uh, Superplug, what Derringer does with drum work, and yeah, um, work. what's the one on? Oh, is it? Uh, I guess back, back two times as well, um, but definitely drum work and things like John Woo flick and you know that sort of that that prime Griselda sound. 
It's like mm-hmm. it's just oh, I don't know, man. Drum Darren work Drew's, sounds uh, weird because you know what it's about a drum work. Drum work instantly makes you feel just like you're in the bando. I don't know how to describe it, but that weird <laughs> creepy yeah. piano <laughs> and that weird drum beat. That's like it's like yeah. the, the guy's drumming. It stops and it's going, and then like everybody's flow is like pushing and pulling. You're just like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's hard to create a, a vibe like song. that. It's yeah. very trippy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the bass. I mean, if, if Alchemist is number one, then Derringer is. I mean, he's definitely he's hundred percent in my top five. It's, yeah, I'm he's got. Oh yeah. man, Derringer's just yeah, he's gonna be in top five. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm thinking there's Alchemist. I loved what Black Noise did on on Earl's album, Big Crit. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone else I'd put above. Like, well, we've only just started the year. You like Do you remember two, last but... year we were in a similar <laughs> position where we were all like, oh, oh, this is a mad year. How is anything going to top it? And then the year just went like that. We got so many banging yeah. projects. So let's, yeah, let, let, let's just relax. I'm not making no lists quite, quite I think, yet. Oh yeah, no, so summer's going to be hot. Because summer's gonna be wild. Freddie, I feel like J. Cole's gonna drop, you know. I've seen him on a well, lot I don't of know why you keep thinking that because no, you're no, dropped your Lollapalooza. He's on Lollapalooza as well now. He's not dropping, yeah, man. he's gonna tour. What's dropping. it called? He's gonna tour. Yeah, why did Cole do two features too? Nah, 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 nah. Nah, he's nah, not he's dropping out. Did, whoever said that Freddie was going to drop this week for next week's touring doesn't make no fucking sense. Okay? <laughs> <That> <laughs> I was, was sorry. That. I that was, was like, that literally makes no. <laughs> no one's going to know the songs. Like, what the fuck is that? So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel like the rest of the year is going to disappoint. But maybe it could be mm-hmm. a Griselda year. Think about. It. We've had two Griselda projects in the first. You know, if we divide them into quarters, first quarter or half of the year. Let's let's be honest. We probably have another free by the end of the year. Yeah, they will drop more. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry, I just realised that Derringer did uh, stressed as well. Yeah, Darringer of course. Yeah, of course he did. Of, See, course. of course he did. Oh. I thought you guys thought it was. Of course he did. Did you know that? I thought. Did, I thought, did you not look at that? That's why I'm saying he's doing yeah, his. Yeah, team. Relax. Who, who asked? Who, oh, whoa. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. None of this malarkey. Jeez, oh. man. When you bite, bite back up. I'll get flipping Hedwig on you. Oh shit. <laughs> boom, 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 no, it just it comes back to the the versatility thing as well. I think stress is a is a bit different to what we've we've come to know from from Derringer. Mm. Um, were, were there any other producers on either project that? Well, it's hard us? to pick them out, but uh, Tear Gas is produced by some other people. So whoever well, that three different well, Cosmo um, Cosmo was one of the producers on that as well as Chanel Pearls. Okay. But that's uh, so much, so much more. Yeah, Justice League killed that one. Justice League, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I just want to oh, be cool. honest though. The problem is with with the beats that we're trying to like scrape together to say any other standout beats. The standout beats are the Alchemist and the Derringer beats. Yeah, like, and they they are yeah. heavy on both projects, so it's it's hard. Hit, hit Boy missed. Let's be real. Hit Boy missed. Where was Hit Boy? Huh? One? And I don't know. Where was Hit Boy? Did you know like, that, that well, little yeah. vocal sample? Yeah. You like what you like Ti's yeah. verse. Oh, so, I don't listen to that song. I don't listen to that song. I'm not gonna lie, Hit Boy. Yeah, that beat was mid. I liked the vocal sample, Sean, but yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, the like drum it. beat sounds a bit 
tacky yeah. a little a little bit tacky like yeah like not, he's it just was, um it wasn't yeah. it wasn't 2020 like overly or, dusty or shall, I, or shall i say king's disease too um the hit boy yeah mm. i wasn't getting that feeling you lot are better yeah. people yeah. Than it was me. more like that big sean ep kind of stuff. i can't <laughs> listen to ti anymore so that track has been like just it's just off i, yeah, I think it doesn't even show up so cancelled i, I think honestly. i think because i've blocked ti on spotify i think that track doesn't show up when i'm playing through the album i don't have any recollection yeah, yeah, yeah. You block TI, it stops showing it. it or not TI, you can block her eyes, it stops showing the music to you. Do you know you can do that? What? Do you know you can do that? No, you just no, click the three dots. Now, though. You click the three dots that today and be like, I don't want to listen to this guy. I can't anymore. believe That's that. <laughs> what? Oh, snap. That's Man. mad. Um, what was I going to say? Shit. That's uh, the oh yeah, um, cancel culture. Nah, bro, only three people <laughs> have um, that. <laughs> it was on the floor. Theo's yeah, gone. Um, the, the other one I wanted to shout out was Bink on uh, uh, oh, Guilty man. as well. That, that sounded like that could have sat on uh, the oh, blueprint or something. Was, yeah, no, Guilty was fire beat. Sorry, man. That um, block T, I think, just finished me. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> Sometimes what you have you, to get What do you think the best beat on um, Conway's is then? Even it might drum be piano work. love drum work man. oh drum work mm. yeah, you can, you can piano say piano work gets you no I like stressed I like well, the, the lyrics beat. more no but well I tell you what my favourite beat is my favourite beat is Guilty if I had to pick Guilty's my yeah, favourite yeah that's mine too T- yeah. Tear Gas and Guilty were the two beats oh wait no T- Tear Gas is my number one beat actually nah definitely yeah tear gas was like an instant one where i was like i kept reloading it when i was trying to listen to your gas because it's rick ross a little way (laughs) this is the thing like little wade's first that might be one of the features of the year yeah what's the song where little wayne says i shoot you in your earpods is that this yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, 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 he revolutionary bars on that. That's fucking right. Let's um, should we should we move over to features then? Go let's for it. Talk about it. We're already let's, halfway let's there. Let's just dig into the let's dig into the big name on each. Let's talk about J Cole and Lil Wayne. Where should we start? I don't really care for J. He's Cole. He's got a better verse. Let me, let me I, get I don't my know why you don't. I don't know why you don't. Sam, what's going on here? Let's hear Sam. Let Sam speak. Benny raps, <laughs> Benny raps better than J. Cole on that so song. I'm not hearing that. Benny I'm raps better than J. Cole on that song. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm getting some quotes up. The heights that J. Cole can reach, yeah, is way above. No one's letting me say anything. Everyone's ad-libbing, yeah? Sorry, sorry. J. Cole can reach higher highs than that verse that is not j cole's best no no, no this is actually ridiculous i'm sorry what? i don't mean to keep interrupting but this you is do nonsense. absolutely nonsense I can t- no, have you ever heard of now sam have you ever heard of bar like i'm probably go hell if jesus asked for a feature like that's mad it, not that where it's like it's throughout. Like, no, it's the Eureka. I'm um Einstein breaking on the um theory of relative relativity. There's no MC that is equal. That is yeah. fire. How are you not getting? Gas? It's throughout yeah. though. Honestly, for me, every the, bar. The, for me, it's the way he kicks it off, almost like it's a film. I was gonna say yeah. the, the yeah. beginning of his verse is a bit mad, and maybe that's where I got I got a bit rubbish. Like Sam, that's that classic J Cole though. That's like um. 
What's that song? God's Gifts. That, it gives me that Paint kind of a picture. The first Paint four bars shit, were amazing, yeah? And then I just got a bit like, and then he starts telling the best rappers to die. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. No, but he does it nicely, though. He does yeah, it with does. bars. I, I've, I know my opinion's song. wrong, yeah? I know my opinion of this track is wrong, but I just I just don't care for it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm having a bit of a weird J. Cole moment again. You're having a weird moment, Sam. What, this, um, is, this is like um, top tier Cole. That's what it is. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Kieran and Theo. Yeah, I think to me this is this is he the loss of the Mohicans. Yo, oh, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> what? Yeah. I screamed at that bar. Like what? The what bit? What bit? <laughs> either, either the last of the Mohicans. Yo, oh, I, yeah, I actually yeah. screamed on that part. But it's it's the way he's rhyming that Mohican <laughs> with speakers and then sneakers. I'm just ah oh, flipping out. So, so sure, what you said, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm gonna close these lyrics in it because the one thing that I feel Sam on slightly is the whole um like the way he's coming for rappers. Not on this so much, but it feels like he's doing it a lot, right? But for instance, I don't know if any of you have heard the the um what are they called? Earth Gang album. And yeah, I have Jack yeah, Waterboys. Yeah, and when yeah. Cole comes on that with the same energy, like the whole mm. like, I'm fuck all rappers, I'm coming for you. It just didn't it didn't feel quite right on that one. I felt like I wanted him to talk about something else. Um, yeah, bit of a side note. Other than that, to me, yeah, this this Cole features feature of the year so far. But this number Cole two, Cole features interesting because it it isn't like I get what you're saying, Sean. It's not substantial in what it's like what it could say. Like Benny kind of hits deeper tones, whereas Cole. No, but it he works, doesn't say though. anything more. But it does work. It does work. work. Yeah, no, it definitely it works. Because it's just, yeah. it's just like it's god level. Like, no, it's, this it's is amazing. perfect. Like perfect. I was trying to put this in my top ten features of all time. I ain't gonna lie to you. That preeminent was, gas you told us that he was on. You're it. definitely you're you're gas gas. I'm on, I'm on a different gas. No, but honestly, the way he no, but the way he paints this, no, this this feature is just is just unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's J Cole's best feature. That I'm yeah, willing to accept. It's, it's up there. But up I, there. I don't know. I, like, like I said, I, maybe I'm not hearing it the same way. But for me, I preferred some of the other features more on this project to J. Cole's. Like Stove God Cook's feature was gassing me a lot more than J. Oh, Cole's. This Stove one's fun. This one's fun. Nah, Stove God. Woo! Nah, he's. But wait, wait, wait. Nah, what about. Hang on. Level. What about Wayne, though? Because oh, Wayne's, Wayne's just me disgusting. Is, no, Wayne's, Wayne's is two so far this year. Wayne's, Wayne is like right next to Cole. I think that he's above Cole. Like, verse... Let's be honest. I think Wayne is a way above Cole that right now. That was strong wine. Like that, that's been brewing. I, I, I don't know how you can say that's that way that. above Cole. <laughs> Wayne's verse is hard, but you can't say it's way above Cole. It's way... I'm talking about features for the year. I'm not talking about this one. Dude, you got hella serious on that. You know? nah, <laughs> no Wayne's doing a magic this year. No Wayne's doing some wild stuff this year. Lewin's versus yeah, hard. Little, yeah, it, it, it's hard, but the way are you saying this way above it? You're just not giving the respect to Cole. It was a bit disrespectful. No way yeah, to go. J. Cole Cole's one. not the goat. Okay, let's be honest now. Yeah, but we're talking oh. about these features alone. Yeah, I've got yeah. Cole one, Wayne two. <laughs> what is he saying, man? <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about Cole, uh, Wayne's verse then. I don't want to talk about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I, I just don't. I don't know how to describe it. It's just for me. It's better than J Cole. Like he says some some Jesus. wild wild shit, and I just there was more shock value in Lil Wayne's verse on Conway's album than there was in in J Cole on whatever the thing Caddy. Like that's it. That's all I have to say. It's fairly shock simple. Value. Okay. Yeah, it just gasped me more. Like I, 
like I said, I think I'm wrong about Johnny P's caddy. Maybe by mid year I might have woke up a bit more, but for now, I'll wait for you to say this versus hard. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> like, but but for me, Lil Wayne's just doing a lot more. Maybe because it's it's he's coming mm. before um, Rick Ross and all that. But I don't know. I just like that. Do, song. do you know what? I'd like, to give to give Wayne his props, yeah. Obviously the the AirPods line is is the one that stands out. But the other one for me was when he said, "Sometimes my throne feel like a wheelchair." I was like, "Oh, mm. only Wayne." Only Wayne. Uh, <laughs> only Wayne. Wayne is just he's he's different now, isn't he? Yeah, like he I is. feel like if he puts together an album at this point, it's it's gonna be different, surely. Like you'd hope anyway. Mm-hmm. The raps different levels, honestly. Jesus Christ! So I'm just having a little read through now. Wow. The verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wayne, Wayne's Wayne's verse is mad. Mad, mad, mad. Um, he raps. This is one of ones he raps fast though. Like I, I, I don't, I don't hear everything you're saying on him. <laughs> like I, lo- I love teardrops. Yeah, teardrops. Teargas. Um I love teargas. Yeah. Um, I think Conway. I mean, Conway doesn't drop a, a slack verse, and I love the way Ross was flowing, but I felt like their all their verses were just. This is one of those ones where you could tell the verses were sent in. Mm. They all felt mm. a bit you know, disjointed. Like Destroying you know, yeah, in, yeah, in the fire, yeah, yeah. each verse, like the, the reason why mm. that, that's such an amazing posse cut is that all the verses kind of build on each other, followed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one, it was like they were all individually, well, not, I mean, Ross's is, is mm. a good verse, but the other two are great. They're all solid verses, but they just felt a bit disjointed. Mm. It's just like, like they're track. all they're all alpha males, isn't it? Like no no one's gonna do that submissive verse in the middle. Uh, you know what's funny? I feel like, like Ross's verse should have been middle though. The, the, I thought the, it was, the, but Ross's I verse I'm was wrong. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like Ross's verse mm. was a bit. Um, I don't know. Like well, it's a bit lost. I don't know how to when you're following Wayne first, you like you go into Ross's and you're like, right. ah, yeah. This why was like... that not the middle? That sounds like a middle verse. Really. I think the problem I is all messed it up. Conway comes in kind of <laughs> chill and then gets a little bit more going, but Lil Wayne comes in just aggressive and crazy yeah, as exactly. fuck, and then Ross, <laughs> Ross, Ross comes yeah, in. Exactly. Ross comes in, he's all chill, and I'm like, this is just not, it's not yeah. feeling nice. It's feeling a bit weird, but I don't know actually. Maybe I'm I'm very very wrong about this, but Lil Wayne's onto something at the moment and it's going to be interesting to see what he comes out with in the, in the future because guaranteed he's got way more tracks for the rest of the year mm. yeah yeah I, I, I think I, it's, he's I got always... three albums or like three mixtapes he's oh, working God, on this year I, so... I want to hear more features more than anything I, I, <laughs> I try not to get too um excited about wayne projects because mm. we've been we've been disappointed many times yeah. don't ever ask what's in my cup but um can we can we talk about some of the sort of newer up and coming artists? I mean, for me, the verse that stands out here is uh, I, I think I'm saying it right. Love the genius. Boom, she boom, killed boom. it. Yeah. She. I'm so it. surprised and, you pronounced yeah, that so, like that. I've been trying to do yeah, like so seven exative. Yeah, I'll say seven five the genius seventh av the genius. Uh, I heard, I heard, literally, say, yeah. I, I was trying to work out what's the code. Yeah. <laughs> no, luckily, I heard um, it might have been Conway actually talking in an interview, but um, this isn't the first time I've heard a great verse from her. She was on um, Fear. Do you remember her verse on Lamakina yeah. as well? Yeah, she was she good, good on that as well. Yeah, else. yeah, because that was yeah, really yeah. good. She does yeah, not she look how I thought she'd look. I thought she'd be like oh, some kind yeah. of like tomboy looking. She looks quite feminine. Oh, she looks she looks feminine and creative. Yeah, yeah. She's giving me Lauren Hill kind of vibes actually. Trust me, yeah. Even the way she's rapping is kind of Lauren Hill-ish. Like mm. I don't know. I don't know if you guys want to listen to that song, but I, I always want to listen to that song. That song's hard. Oh, that, that, that line she's work. got. 
the the line that made me screw face was when she said, "Found a way, like fuck it, make it nasty, put a thumb in it." I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Oh, it was grimy, man. Something like that." I've just got I my bills paid. I've got a conundrum. <laughs> yeah, she was coming in. A, <laughs> a he should probably say something weird like that. I saw in her song where she's like, "Stick the finger in the vagina," like, but like, yeah, yeah that was like, so, yeah, she's yeah. But like, oh, I don't know. What's I was like some eyes wide shut stuff. That was so Aphrodite <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 it's, no, it, it works with the concept though, because uh, I was in the world for that tune. I was thinking like <laughs> eyes wide shut or some weird thing like that, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the she. That... in the pole. Like... <laughs> sorry, sorry, cut that out. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, what's the worst I part about it? She them. said, she said, found a way like fuck it, make it nasty, put a thumb in it, and the ad lib is look. <laughs> That's disgusting. What, what's, the vi- what's the video saying? Like, <laughs> what do you mean the video? Because like what we're looking at in the video where she says that then. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a video? You'd hope. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know if there's any videos <laughs> for this project yet. Um, but I think they both killed it on that track. I think um. Jay Skies did his thing as well, uh, yeah. Lyr- lyrical verse. But yeah, she just had there was just something about her, some extra. I don't know, man. I don't okay, know. Okay, let's, let's talk about energy. Jill Scott. That was unexpected. Well, what, would you jump in there, yeah. Let's <laughs> go straight into Jill Scott. <laughs> it's unexpected as hell. That was the surprise. That was the surprise of both projects for me. Like I've never. She heard was her spitting like that. Mm. Well, yeah. she she raps on that on her first album. Who's Jill Scott? Yeah, she's but it's, it's one of those ones where you don't think of Jill Scott and think she's going to be rapping like yeah, that. Nope. I don't know. Nope. Especially when you hear yeah. the production as well. You think she's going to give you a nice little hook, maybe a bridge. Mm. But no, she comes in. Yeah, that was no, my... I, uh, I appreciate the bridge at the end, though. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, she, she really, really, really killed it with That's, that one. She she raps a bit like Lauren Hill as well, doesn't she? Just like a little bit. A bit, yeah. yeah. Is she from New York as well? Is she a Buffalo mm. person? Like, what? Where's she from? I feel like she's Philadelphia. She Philly. Philly. I'll go to look it up. I think she is. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Wait, can we go? Wait, let's go back. Can we talk about Stove God as well, like properly? Oh, I mean, you kind of did at the beginning, but Stove God no, does a lot. Not, he, that he one bar, that he it's hard. That yeah, one bar that about leaving a note feature. for the feds is funny. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, that that's the line that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm just—he just says things I've never heard anyone say. Just I think crazy. Stuff. I think his world—he sounds like a weird guy to me. Like that's the I, thing. I think that's why I haven't listened to him yet because he just feels a bit weird. <laughs> I'd love to hear Stove God and Tyler the Creator like rap on one track together because they have an art of saying very weird things. <laughs> yeah, I get the—I get the impression that he's a bit of a, a wild guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I would not want to. Uh... The thing yeah. is, I've got gas with Stove Gods as well because he said a few NBA lyrics, man. Just yeah, gassed. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it was the Barkley line for me, man. That was the one. Jeez. Not the Kyle Lowry one. That was nice, but the Barkley one. Jeez. Yeah, my my sure. favourite feature of all of these these projects is probably 38 Special, and I actually can't quote any of it because oh, I don't thir- know it. Oh, 38 I don't special know it, but it's just it's hard. That one for me was like a duet. That was like a... That was, that was the best collab. Like that. It's, yeah. it's the first time I've liked 38 Special as well. Exactly. Oh, really? Exactly, yeah. I don't know what I've never like. I've never cared for him before, but this one was oh. like, yeah, he, he fits perfectly. Because mm. usually when I hear him, I just want to hear Benny on the tune. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. 38 Special did a lot more for me. Than most other features, especially because yes. they were kind of going back to back. 
Like, yeah, his voice sounded good on this as well. Like, it distinctive to Benny's. Yeah, so... Well, this is one where, like, um, you know how I was saying that Tear Gas felt like they sent the verses in? Mm. This one felt like they not only were in the booth, but wrote it together almost. Yeah. This felt like a real collaboration, this one. Pardon me. Um, and by the way, Jill Scott is Philly. She is from Philly. Um... What Shout about Boldy? I thought Boldy killed it as well. Boldy's oh, verse. Oh, Boldy, Boldy's verse. Oh, that, that song is cool, though. Like, even the alchemist yeah. beat with that. It's, it's a perfect verse. I feel like yeah, Boldy James. a lot of Griselda people have some of their best verses on a Boldy James album, which is very sad. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Boldy James had some lines on there as well, man. He said... Um, oh. It's the one with the silhouette. Some, yes. That's, yeah, yeah, the, the silhouette, silhouette line was just... Whoa, that was hard. What does he say? I'm trying to. Yeah, think. I need to. I need to find it. But it it was that that that's the that's the one that stood out to me. The silhouette line. What's this? Oh no, it's not. Oh yeah, that's it. Um, feel like I've been betrayed by my silhouette. Mistakes yeah. was made to correct or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, man, that was a quite a heartfelt verse. That one. Yeah, Boldy's different. Boldy's another one where it's just there's just something something about him, man. In his own little, not in his own lane, but he's just—he's very distinctly Boldy James. There's no one else that sounds like Boldy James at all. It's almost like he doesn't give a shit when he's rapping, but it still sounds amazing. He's so laid back, but so grimy as well. Um, anyone else? Any other features that stood out to us? No, we've exhausted the whole thing. I think. No, I, I think. I think we have. Being Be- Be- like what was that? Like, I said that verse no, 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 I, 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 I haven't thought this would come up. I have to. I saw this in the chat. You know, he got shot, right? Like, oh no, no, like, no. Oh, got no. like a damaged lung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Wait, I'm not even gonna hate because I actually really like the verse as well. I feel like aesthetically, it works perfectly for the song. It's I was just confused. Quite, um, yeah, I was yeah. very I know confused. Yeah, because I hadn't heard a, a beanie. I'm not gonna lie, you know. I don't know if I've heard a beanie. Verse in, in twenty years. <laughs> so, yeah. No, 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 no. I no, no, just no. said it because I didn't want to be the guy to say it for you no, guys he, to tell me. Oh, what you mean? On, um, he had the feature on Pusha T's album. Uh, was it Darkest Before Dawn or whatever? Um, which is a good feature. I think I've got the name wrong, but yeah, Pusha T's second album, basically the one in twenty fifteen. Um, but I, but also I feel like although the like his voice was so strained and. Um, Let's face it, it's not a good vocal performance. It was kind of fitting because thinking about what Conway went through and what he's been through as well, it was kind of like the perfect feature to kick the album off, mm. I guess, or the perfect artist mm. to, to sort of collab with. Um, but yeah, his voice sounds fucked. It feels like it feels like, uh, it feels like like this wisdom from an older older rapper, like mm-hmm. someone that's been through a lot of what Conway's been through. And I'm just going to give you a piece of advice to start off the album. Yeah, it adds to the song for me, actually. It's it, nice, it, yeah. It, it makes it more authentic, I guess. Yeah, so shout out, Beanie. What about Westside? Last one. What about Westside? Mm-hmm. Not, not, not <laughs> really, no. Like, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's not great. It's okay. not a standout. On both albums. I like him on Benny's more than I like him on Conway's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I like it. I like his delivery on Conway's one more, but I think I preferred what he's saying on Benny's. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I mean, like I said, I like it when the three of them are together. I just the, the dynamic works for me. Um, but yeah, he's probably saying a bit more on the Benny one. I think Sean said it a bit earlier as well, though. Like, I, I don't know if it's official, unofficial between all of us, but 
For me, I feel like West Side Gun, even though he was my break into Griselda, he's actually the third best rapper in, in the group. Like, it's a tie. Oh, no, there's no debate. There, there's yeah, no yeah, debate 100%. about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, don't he, know I think he, I actually think he's a better rapper than most people credit him for, though. Like, I think sometimes he's barring. Like, how's he doing all these little intricate rhyme schemes and. But it's, I, 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 he's, I like he's, he's, he's amongst great people, so he's he's great too, but he's just not the greatest in that yeah. group, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's better than yeah, most that's, rappers. That's exactly he's better than most rappers out right now, let's be honest. But he's I don't know. When he comes up with the rest of them, mm. it's a bit like you're not you're not ever really standing out here. Let's uh let's talk about Griselda's success and their legacy. Griselda. Um, Griselda. I feel like twenty I mean, it's more sort of 2017, 2018, I guess, where they really have sort of ascended. But I think the second half of last decade, so like 2015 onwards, they're a real staple in, in you know, current day, modern day hip hop. Um, do we think like this is going to, this sound is going to continue now for a number of years or do we think we're kind of coming to the end? Um, what, you know, what would their impact be? Griselda is a timeless sound. Let's be honest. So Griselda is it, apparently, according to that video you sent, hip hop has been around for nearly sixty years, which I'm not really fucking with. I want to say it's been around for about forty odd years. Let's be honest, if we're talking about actual like music that people listen to now or whatever. But I feel like they're they're an example of the core element that makes hip hop mixed with the kind of new elements that make it bang. Like I don't, I don't know how to describe mm. it. Mm. I, I don't see Griselda going away unless they decide to stop. I just see them getting bigger and bigger. And uh, I think the problem is people expect someone like, you know, Benny or Conway or even Westside to reach the same heights as a Jay-Z or a Kanye. But I don't think they're willing to make that type of music that might cross over that far. I cannot see the average person saying anything that Benny the Butcher has ever said because mm. it's it's not it's not personable. It's real rap. And it's like maybe they'll just be in that same pocket that Earl and Baldy and all those other kind of underground people occupy where they're the best and everyone knows they're the best, but you you would only really know about them if you really liked hip hop. Well, not, not, not even really liked hip hop. If you had even a vague interest in what hip hop is, you're going to be listening to Griselda as long as they release projects. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think we've, like I said, with Griselda, they didn't create this new sound um, more propelled it because it's almost like we look you have to look at especially Benny is like the cusp of mainstream especially with some of the features he's had in recent years too but I think Griselda in general are on that kind of border um yeah I think in terms of the sound like if we look at the kind of history like the lineage like you know first half of the 2000s street rap was very much a, a radio thing right you have artists like 50 Cent and the game and you know loads loads of guys in New York um, who were sort of topping the charts and whatnot. But I guess for hip hop purists and that, they would call that quite cookie cutter. And the music was become, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the authenticity and the kind of content was, was diluted. Yeah. Um, not saying it's bad music, but um, I think that was probably what people thought when they listened to people like Jar Raw and some of the sort of, I guess, later 50 stuff. Um, anyway, I feel like when that, when the second half of that decade came in, you know, we had things like 808s and Cuddy and T-Pain and, you know, Drake was just sort of on the rise at the end of the decade. 
And there were a lot of lyricists out there that never really broke through because it just, like, or like, it's particularly street lyricists because it just wasn't the sound anymore. People didn't really want to hear it. And I feel like that sound went dormant until Griselda, if that makes sense. You have to credit people like Rock Marciano, Carr, um, who else, like Hus Kingpin, Willie the Kid, like these underground names that really kept it going, especially like, um, I guess, pioneered the, the minimalist beats and whatnot, you know, almost drumless stuff the kind of off-kilter samples in that. But it was really, I guess, Westside Gunn and his vision for Griselda that has, like I say, propelled it to like borderline mainstream level. And now, I mean, it's a the whilst it's not, you know, these guys aren't household names and they're not topping charts and that, like I say, they're very much a staple in modern hip hop. And yeah. I think I don't think this sound is going mm. anywhere. And I don't think it's going to go dormant like it did for a, a decade. I think we've we've got this now for a good few more years, I'd say. Yeah. Anyone else? I feel like I just took over there. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Shortware Hermes. You touched on all the points. I can't see them get going anywhere. They're only they're only rising, and the thing is, they're touching into people. Sounds where like more and more people are jumping on. Oh, Griselda, Griselda, want to hear from Griselda and mm. because the output is so great as well. That's why that anyone who's like just t- tapping into Griselda now, there's so much to like delve into that you just want more and more. The, the output's not going to slow down as well. You know they're coming with more albums. It's just uh, it's only going to mm. get bigger and better for me. And it's just producing more high quality music. I mean these two projects are just. They're just out unbelievable. They're mm. just getting better. That's the thing. They're only going up. It's not like they had stayed stagnant. They're going up. Mm-hmm. I think it helps as well that they're they're not young. They're they're fairly yeah. old, not old as in like, you know, 40s and whatever, but they're mature rappers. So their perspective mm. on things and how they'll do things is like, okay, so the game right now is to put out as much music as possible. Right. We're gonna fucking do that, but we're gonna put out music that people want to fucking hear. So mm. that's, that's Yeah, do you know what? That's true. It's it's not it's a weird um middle ground where like there's they're almost like starting in the scene but and like releasing loads because of that but they're actually older and it's like it's not a common thing we hear for people to hear that much music from people that age yeah what's well, like um, is they doing what freddie s- gibbs is yeah, doing they're, they're just they're just getting busy do you know what i mean they uh-huh. had one song that, that yeah, did yeah. whatever or they've all had this this moment and they're like let's just maximize this moment i think they're conscious mm. of the well, fact was... that that moment won't be there forever i feel like though it's like they kind of got that risen mindset. Like I, I keep mentioning that because I feel like they're like the modern day Wu-Tang. They, they all jump on each other's songs. It's like they've got all these collab projects and things like that in the past, but now it's like more solo career stuff than in that yeah. phase now. But it's like, yeah, yeah. it's definitely like the, the modern day Wu-Tang in the way that you just like, you can't have one without the other at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is a more fun question that I want to ask you about, but I thought I've just kind of skipped to the, the last point I wanted to raise, which is what next for them all? Because um we're already touching on it but also i, I feel like, did i read this somewhere or did i hear it or am i just making it up i feel like Westside basically said that the last project was his was his last like hit, he hit said the West that Germany, he, was did, like, yeah, he, he said, said, yeah. Yeah. He said of, that was his last yeah. project yeah. and it had a last hurrah type feel to it and then conway i'm sure has said that he wants to do another lulu with alchemist another project with big ghost maybe one other thing and then he's done i feel like he said what? that Oh nice. wow! Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Why would you? Then, maybe they're I'd... trying to put the focus onto Benny though, because Benny hasn't had this any is, talk yeah, like this that. Is what yeah, I'm alluding yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Benny's about to have a star he... career. Yeah, he's... Yeah, but this is, yeah, this is what I mean. I think I don't think that um, personally. I don't think that Westside or Conway are done. I just feel like maybe their output will slow down. 
Um, and I do, and I don't want to, I want to be wrong with what I'm about to say. I get the impression that this, um, this album from Conway is his peak. I feel like this is going to go down as his, like his magnum opus. I'm not sure whether we will get, we might like critically or, you know, quality wise get something better, but I just think all things considered in terms of this moment, I feel like this is his, this is. Oh, this is, this is the debut. That is the thing. Like he he pulls Um, everything out in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with, um, and like I said, I feel like we will still get stuff from Westside, even if it's just features, but I, I personally think we'll get more projects from him. Just again, slower output. Whereas Benny, I feel like, especially with signing to Def Jam, I feel like the ceiling is higher and we're going to get what we're getting now from Conway, we're going to get from Benny. We're going to get three to five albums from Benny, I think, on this this label. Well, he's only signed a one album deal, you know that. Swear. Oh, one album. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. The way they do their business is incredible. I rate that. What Conway did with the Shady thing, one album deal. Boom, done. Um, And you know what the mad thing is as well? is like when... um, Apparently, when Benny released Johnny P's Caddy, people started like criticizing, saying, Oh, he's signed to Def Jam, he's getting J. Cole, blah, blah, blah. That wasn't even on De- uh, Def Jam. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I heard it. It wasn't that. even on Def Jam. <laughs> so imagine what, imagine the resources he's going to have with them. This is I feel like, like he's going to have a superstar album, right? Like this yeah, Def yeah, Jam yeah. debut is going to have the Drake feature. It's, like he got that without even being on Def Jam as well. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. But mm. we're going to hear some big things. For yeah, sure. I think, um, I think, yeah, Benny. There's there's something special coming. Whether Will it be this I, year? Do you think? I doubt it. No, I reckon no, it's going to be next I year. He's building up year. to something I though. Year. I think this year. This is this is my my odd prediction, and maybe I don't know if the listeners are, are that active. But if they got on the Discord, they could be that fucking active. My prediction <laughs> is that this year we'll get two more Benny projects. Right? <laughs> I don't know what they might be, but two more Benny projects, and. Then we'll start seeing the 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 big Benny push. Yeah, that's what year. I think. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, I think we'll get one or two more this year, and then next year will be like Def Jam, Def like Jam the EPs album. or something. But he did say though that this is his last independent album. So yeah, I think the features. But I feel like we might get go through um, the roof. That the features we thought that are mad that these lot are already getting. I think we're gonna see a, a Jay Z, a Drake that we already know is kind of oh, recorded. You see what I'm trying to say? Days. But that's oh what I'm thinking God. we're gonna see Kanye this production year. or something. You see yeah. what I'm trying to say? But he also say, Benny. Though, because he did say though that the because the Drake track leaked, didn't it? And I think he basically said like that it's never gonna come out. Like it's you know it's oh. been leaked. It's, it's seen that it's seen its day, but. We might get another one. Do you know? What I, I haven't mean? heard that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I I'm pissed now. <laughs> he said on he said on bootleg Kev that um yeah he doesn't think that track will ever see the light of day. But if he's on Def Jam and like you say with the resources, maybe we'll get another one. We all want to hear it, really. I know we've all got our opinions on Drake, but we all want to hear that. So um yeah, I think it's an exciting time ahead. But yeah, my my sort of fun question was um. Are Griselda the best crew since TDE? I want to say I want to say they're the first proper crew since the nineties mm. era. Like we haven't seen a crew that actually like realistically is that involved with each other like yeah. the whole way through. TDE started off together well, and then well, they all went G-Unit, separate ways. Oh, well, G Unit, G Unit, G Unit's different because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of rubbish. No, G Unit is quite similar to this. I think G Unit had three good rappers. Yeah, Lloyd Banks, Fifty Cent, <laughs> and some other guy that I forgot. Some oh. Oh yeah, what Tony Yayo. Tony Yayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it. Tony Yayo. But but Griselda, 
they are still, even though they're getting famous, they're not going their own weird separate ways. Maybe someone will have a weird phase where they start growing dreadlocks and all the other shit that, you know, happened in TDE and wherever else. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if TDE is the right comparison. I think Kieran hit it on the head earlier. They're like Wu-Tang. No, I know. But I've, what I mean is, is that if you, if you look at the, the consistency of Griselda with mm. the projects they've released, I mean, the output is way, the, the, the time span and the output is like way more condensed. Yeah. But if you look at that run from like, I'd say, you know, sort of the beginning of last decade up until 2016, maybe even like 2017, 2018, the amount of projects that those lot put out, especially like the early days, remember in like sort of 2011, 2012, you had Section 80, you had uh, Habits and Contradictions, Control, control System, system. Control. and it all kind of had its sound, a, a similar sound-ish. They had their own little yeah. thing. I see yeah. where you're going with this, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're not, I, there are many, they're not um, comparable in many ways, but I still feel like in terms of just the, the consistency and the output and the quality, um, since mm. TDE's kind of slowed down a bit, Griselda's kind of taken their place. Yeah, okay, you got a point. You got a point there then, yeah. if you're coming from that angle. Like, what's the biggest crue in hip hop? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like, like ASAP Mob never reached the heights of a TDE or a- No, ASAP Mob was such a false promise. Um, like <laughs> Pro, Pro Era, do you remember Pro Era as well? Like, like oh yeah. They never really- Odd, Odd Future disbanded too quick. With what yeah. Odd Future was too, yeah. Too there was no place and... for Odd Future though. Odd Future was a bunch <laughs> of very good musicians and artists all together. And then the only one- They would have never got anything out of that. Yeah, the only other one you could say is Dreamville, but they've kind of slowed down. Um, the, some of the artists are there have slowed down. Dreamville. I don't think they ever really um, like. I don't think they ever really reached the height. Well, they didn't. Not, not really. Didn't. I don't think. No, I well, some of the artists don't even. It's that no, no, definitely because some of the artists like Cos. As I heard, he's dropping a project this year, but I haven't heard from him in a minute. I've given up with Jid because that guy should have dropped his project last year, and flipping guy hasn't wasted I give time. Now I've given up. J. Cole they, can only do so much. Got, you got, you got, they got J. Cole carrying them, but J. Cole's year. too high up now. You can't drag yeah. them from yeah, that. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The disparity between J. Cole and the rest is what set back. Yeah. I mean, separates him. Like, I know Kendrick is the the, the star of TDE, but you know, Schoolboy. Yeah, Q those was are hard. Huge yeah. For a while. Well, yeah, exactly. yeah, to start yeah. out with, Absol was pretty banging. Schoolboy Q yeah, holds so, his yeah. own, apart from that and album. And J. Rock is just my dog. And even. Like I mean, Scissors massive. Scissors, like, wow. His own yeah, following. Exactly. Anyway, back That's to back saying. to where we, we were because I'm gonna edit Plus, the fuck out. Edit the Edit Kendrick Lamar is bigger than Scissor allegedly. But are we doing scores? Is that what we're getting to? Jeez, favorite tracks and scores. Yeah. Well, I Who have a conundrum. Kieran. Sure. Yeah. Well. What both albums, yeah. Start with, favorite uh, start tracks. with your favorite tracks for Conway. Yeah. Conway's one. Tear gas. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Let me let me actually scrap that one. <laughs> edit the Guilty fuck out stress. Of that. <laughs> no, no, no edits needed. I Guilty my, stress and so much more. <laughs> did you, did you even hear what so I said? That's nah, say it again. Tear gas. <laughs> No, <laughs> you got me dropping my phone and shit. Um, guilty, stressed, and so much more. Who's going next? I'll go next. Cool. Drum work, stressed, and Chanel pearls. 
video? Uh, let me check. Let me check the thing. Let me check the thing. So mine is definitely um, guilty, stressed, and God don't make mistakes. Cool. Um, well, um, mine's the same as Kieran's. Guilty, stressed, so much more. But I, I had God don't make mistakes in brackets. Same. same. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then what about Benny? Favorite tracks? Kieran. Uh, Ten more commandments. Oh man, wait. I don't look. Johnny Peace Caddy. I didn't put on because it was a pre-release. Um. Yeah. So ten more commandments. Zoe's revenge. Oh, I'm, I'm gas thinking about that, you know. <laughs> oh, that song is mad. Um, and Mr. Chow Hall. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, sorry. But, but, no, 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 sorry. Scrap that list. Monologue. Ten more commandments. Ten more revenge. That's the That's the brick nick. I'll yeah, finish yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't keep a straight face. My my yes, ratings man. are high, you know. <laughs> Just hold that in. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting yeah, we're there. Getting there. Sam, what you got? For Benny, uh, back yeah. two X or back back, whatever the fuck it's called. Super plug mm. and ten more commandments. Theo, uh, mine's uh, back two times. Furry's revenge and um, yeah, ten more commandments. Oh, yeah, like Foey's Revenge. I've got Bust a, uh, Bust a Brick Nick and Superplug. Superplug's so hard. I love that yeah, tune. Scores. Uncle Scores Al. on the door. Scores, well, please. First. Yeah, go for it. Conway. 8.8. Oh. Mm. I'll pop that in now. Stood up to say it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Uh, yeah, so for Conway's, <laughs> damn. 8.5. Oh, big numbers, big numbers. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sam? I'm sitting at a healthy 8.7 for Mr. Conway. Mm-hmm. Me too, 8.7. Whoa. Um, I was the boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> Theo Van. I swear Maybe I feel like you probably notched that down a little for no reason. Oh, yeah, to be fair, I might have notched that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the gas is real for these albums, man. Uh, yeah, sure, we're bang that. on the money. <laughs> I, tr- I, tr- I, tr- I tried not I tried not yeah. to gas it because I thought I didn't think uh, uh, no, it's nice to, no, it's nice to know everybody thought of Conway's that high, man, because yeah, I thought, oh man, if I go flying in with my <laughs> I had to try and level it up. No, but my Benny one is mad though. So my Benny one's disgusting. I'm just gonna be real, man. Like... What? <laughs> my Benny one's a bit mad. I'm not lie to you. You've been alluding to this the whole call. Adam, what? Oh, do you want to the next one then? Yeah, uh... Oh wait, what's the overall rating for? Eight point seven or eight point six seven five, something close to that. So me, me and Sean were kind of on the money with that. Theo's predictions are off now. Yeah, yeah, cool. Why did, did you make your score less on purpose? Like, did you bring yeah, your score? Oh, no, 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 I, 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 no, I, I know didn't. you did. I know you did. Yeah, I dumbed it down. I, I can't lie to you. I, I, yeah, because I wouldn't. Why? It Lupe like, style. Well, I don't know because I was trying to be trying to not let my Just personal thing go to. Yeah, what? What my actual score would have been? Yeah, it would have been like an eight point eight or something, man. This is what I'm saying. 
Well, what is it then? <laughs> Are we going yeah. with the first no, one? No, just give it, give it, no, no, if you go, no, go with the second one, man. I'm giving it 8.8 because I fucking love oh, it. That, that bumps it up. Yeah, so what the fuck is that 8.5 average... about? Like, what's uh, that? 8.5 sounds hella low. I can't lie. That's no, it's dead, man. 8.8 makes us all equal out to about 8.7 again, still. 8. Yeah, 8.75. 8.8. Yeah, 8.75, which is 8.8. Do we round up or down? Up. We always round up. This is the first time so we've had man, scores so close, and basically we're split half and half having the and same. It's score. very high scores as well. Like I'm, I'm shocked that they're so close. I'm not that shocked. Right. I was, I was scared that you guys were going to rate this low and then rate this like. Do you know what? At first, at first, I was trying to say this was like seven point nine. I ain't going to lie to you. My first listen of this album, it, it wasn't hitting, it wasn't hitting heavy. But then it's like Theo said, when I heard stress, and it was like connecting like that. Okay, went way up. so so it's time. So, yeah. Tanner talk nine point one. Whoa! Boom, 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 this on my talking, man. Jeez, Tanner talk. Tanner talk. Trust me, mine's a nine. Let's bump it up to Tanner talk. That Tanner talk. This album. I'm telling you, man. Benny did it. Benny did it. He finessed this album like so uh, this is Benny's thing. <laughs> Sean looks so Sean? confused. All right, okay. Um, Sam, what you got? I'm it's coming in one. at a solid eight, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I, it's because I actually listened to this and I was like, this is good. And it came up from a lot. I had it in the seven range before, but I've, I'm coming in at a nice round eight. I could push it up yeah, a couple more points. Gone, at least it's gone up. It might, it? I might change <laughs> it in the future. I might do a Sean and change it in the future. But for now, yeah, my, eight. My, my reviews, are my scores are like uh, Kanye West albums. They just, you know, they, they adapt over time. The life of Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've got, uh, mine's an 8.4. 8.4. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mm -mm. I feel like we need to explain these ones a little bit before. No, we yeah, go. I, I, I'm explaining. I, 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 I think I'm you need shocked. to explain. I, I think, think you guys need, need to explain. explain. And you and you know I fuck with Conway. How the hell have you got Conway higher than Benny? Because I like well, we, it. Um, that's that's we've the explained it throughout. We've explained it throughout. I mean, for me, as as I said a couple times, I feel like Conway's album is more extensive. I think it delves deeper on a on a introspective and vulnerable um in in that sense as well i think with benny's like i said it felt like fan service to me i feel like whilst it might be his it you know it's it's definitely up there with his best projects to date he didn't really he didn't kind of jump to that next level like conway did so that's why benny's is like the highest i can give in the terms of being an eight out of ten and then conway's moves into that nine bracket because Conway just went that bit further bit did that bit more um and uh gave a more wholesome all-round project than Benny and, and it's like yeah. what we were saying earlier right I feel like this might be Conway's peak but that's not Tanner Talk 4 is not Benny's peak and I have yeah, to yeah. give him room to grow I feel, I feel like soon next project Benny drops Kieran and Theo are going to be dropping the 10 and I don't know if we've I'm, had a 10 I'm, yet have we had a 10 I'm ready to be gassed no, so, so we've because... so we've explained our points. Now we need let's let's hear yours. Like what what well, um no, what did well, Benny but... do more than Conway? 
Well, it's a, well, I wouldn't even just adjust two albums as, as a such. When like the way how he, he finessed like the plugs I met too, and I rated that an eight point six, man. And this was just <laughs> this was the, just ratings make sense, yeah. isn't it? It makes yeah, sense no, of his honestly, plugs too. The, 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 the way the way Benny is rapping on this man, he's coming in at just like some different angle. I'm just getting gassed. It's, it's God level what's rapping. Different? At this what's, what's different? What's different? What do you mean? What's different? What in terms of? I don't of know what, how else what? to ask that. I'm just asking Every, everything's different. No, no, no. I think, I think no, everything's are you, different. Are you making it as a comparison between the two when you're saying? What's no, no, no. I'm asking you to elaborate on your points. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Well, well he just well. I, I listened. I tell you what. Today before, so I listened to Tanner Talk Three. I listened to Burn and Approve, and I listened to um, uh, listened to obviously uh, Tanner Talk Four. The way he's rhyming on here, he's painting pictures so much more clearer and the flows and the rhyme scenes and the way he's doing it is he's elevated because if you listen them back to Tunnel Talk 3, obviously, yeah, you're getting gas and you can see the potentials there. And obviously, burning the proof, he's put his story there and you get more of a picture. I'm sorry, on this one, he is painting pictures so much more that you can close your eyes. You are seeing the imagery that he is painting. He's actually painting a piece of art. So he's elevated throughout the whole trajectory. Mm-hmm. He's going up and up and up and up and up. Mm-hmm. So he has elevated to a different level. So this, I'm just like, wow, he's he's done it again. He's gone up. Yes, is there still more room to grow? Hell yes. But this okay. album just banged in with the the way he was riding on the production. The production was just flawless. I mean, it's just... This just no, I feel, me, feel, I yeah. agree. It's, it's like you said, like, I think that's the reason why Johnny Peace caddies first as well, because it's the track where he shows he's rapping J. Cole level. Like that is mm. a that is a level, isn't it? Like he's yeah. top three rapper for a reason for 10 years now. So he's rapping this high level the whole way through. But then I feel like even on like Buster Brick Nick, like there's a, there's another level. He he hits like a notch up yeah, there. Exactly. And like I haven't even been able to unpack that tune because it's so like dense what he's doing on that. And then even like on Mr. Chow Hall, that delivery on that, I've, I've never heard Benny rap like that before. He sounded a bit like Conway on that one with the yeah. emotive aspects. So I think I think Benny's elevated a lot and the cohesion between everything between it. Like for me, I've listened to all of like most at least of Conway and Benny's projects. I feel like Conway always does this thing where like there's super high highs and like, like lower moments as well. Conway, he's, he's, he makes messy projects. I don't think they're like cohesive and like the whole way through. Whereas Benny, like, could be cohesive with it. Every single tune is like off a certain standard, and it just for a whole package. Like, I think Benny's got a better discography because of that as well. That's fair enough. No, you both make good points. Yeah. That's all. That's all I was wanting. That's all. I just wanted a bit more. That's all. And we got that. It's all good. To be to um, be fair, yeah. To be fair, right? I I might appreciate Tanner taught for much more later in the year. I don't know, but. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. my my score is valid. Like I feel like we I have yet to see something. Well, I don't know. I I think I'm gonna see better out of Benny, and that's why the score is where it's at right now. Mm. You know the yeah. the way I see it, I think Conway's is more emotively impactful. So in the moment, I can understand mm. feeling more impacted by it as well, which mm. I do. Like uh, stress is my favorite song out of all of the both projects, but. Benny's one is like it's the kind of one you put on the project, like just ten songs or twelve or whatever, and like oh. you just ride through it. Like it's mm. it's definitely replayable, and I can already feel the longevity with it because it's just got that cohesive, consistent standard in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mean, like you. Don't, I don't want to hear a Ti feature. <laughs> I'm just being real. <laughs> I don't hear a Ti feature because I blocked uh, him. Right? Lucky you. <laughs> so yeah, what are you saying? I, I, I think the last thing I'll say is just um because I'm I'm definitely with you on the on the the rapping side of things. I feel that Benny has like really uh 
chewed off any not like there was an, even any fat there in recent years but really chewed off the fat so to speak and refined what he does and you know with Tanner Talk 4 he's given us you know what we know he can do um at its highest level so far but like I said the, just, just that difference with Conway was just he get he just went that bit further for me he just there's just there's a bit more um yeah yeah, I'm not going to mince my words. And like Sam says, I think that Benny can do that with this Def Jam project. I think we can see him go to that next level. But um, they're both great projects, man. It's been a really strong start to the year. Mm. Both of them are in like my top three so far this year. So, um, yeah, I just look forward to whatever they got going next. Boom, 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 boom. Should we say overall ratings? Because I don't think we said. We did. I did. <laughs> I said uh, no. Con- I think we said it for Conway's, but not Ben. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, Conway, Benny. our overall kind of aggregate rating is eight point eight, and for Tanner Talk, it's eight point seven. Hey, it's your boy Theo, and thanks for listening to the Grey Area Podcast. Now, go over and check the Discord. We've got loads of different playlists for you guys to check out. And most importantly of all, we want to hear from our community. So go over and check it out. You might get a free seasoning pack. Peace.